But Frank, Frank, let me get to it. He hit me. He's not a war hero. He's a war hero. He's a war hero. Five and a half years. He's a war hero because he was captured. I like people that weren't captured, okay? I hate to tell you. Do you agree with that? He's a war hero because he was captured, okay? You can have, and I believe perhaps he's a war hero, but, but right now he said some very bad things about a lot of people. Picturing the guys getting their heads shaved. Yeah, that one. One guy. <laughs> the black guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, the. He's like a hippie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's super not excited about yeah. what's happening. And then the cowboy sitting there. He's like all intense. <laughs> that guy's a great fucking actor. Oh, I don't even yeah. know his name. I'm sure we've seen him. He's a character stuff. actor. He's been in so much shit. And he's, he's really like a Wallace Shawn or something like that. Yeah, he's just. He's a chameleon. No, Shwammo, tis I, the prince of podcasting, the bipolar rock and roller, the sultan of slits, the godfather of gash, the genetic jackhammer, the three-time West Virginia Podcasters Association Man of the Year, and one-time Woman of the Year. That was a weird year. <laughs> well, I wanted to coming on to me whenever they initiated. It was weird, but I got it. It's on my mantle. You can look to your left, John to your right, or no, John to your left, Chuck to your right, and see my my trophies. My mini trophies. <laughs> Episode 173. <laughs> Pillow Fort Radio, the world's greatest podcast on a beautiful Sunday afternoon. Sitting here with, uh, as always, former intercontinental champion, the first black man ever to ice skate backwards down the Kanawizal River. The white Samoan. The Vanilla Gorilla. The, the sentient trash can. The Boomer Bog Trotter. The Boomer Bog Trotter. <laughs> He's trying to give himself a nickname. And I just thought it was funny. While I like the nickname, you hate the fact I, that I don't it like to that he's trying to give it to himself. What's What's funnier though <laughs> than than that nickname is where you're actually from. <laughs> it's Boomer adjacent. Boomer, the Boomer, Boomer adjacent Bog Trotter. Boomer Bottom. <laughs> just Just think about that for a second. Boomer Bottom. I'm thinking about it. Boomer Assisons. That to me is. Bottom. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> Boomer Assisons Bottom. You know that's just. Oh, it's and it's how he was tanned and white. Yeah, oh yeah, just a great ivory. <laughs> it's Chucky Tater Sacks over there. Neat. And of course, as always, for all 173 episodes, he is the Arlie Ermy of regenerative farming. <laughs> Man, <laughs> apropos, topical. <laughs> it's the Bone Cruncher, aka the Dirty Shame, aka John Morgan, aka the son of a dentist man. <laughs> <laughs> Only boy that could ever reach me was the son of a dentist man. <laughs> uh, I'm a little bit high on kratom right now. Chuck, you a little bit, little bit high on kratom right feeling now? Feeling great. I'm feeling pretty good. Pretty good. And John, you just did ingest a little bit. I just woke up from a nap. My- <laughs> we all have just woken up. John, well, Chuck woke up from his sleep. Uh, Bludgeoned I, by exhaustion. <laughs> <in sleep. laughs> 
<laughs> I, uh, I turned on No Country for Old Men. I was like, this is a good movie to nap to. Guy walking around killing people with a, with a bolt that you use to kill cows. Fantastic. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> One thing I noticed about that movie, and I don't know if you guys have ever noticed it, there's no score. I actually hadn't noticed huh. that. There's no, like... That's one of the things that makes it so creepy, huh? Beginning and end. That's There might not even be music in the beginning. I separate people along these lines. If you've ever made... Race. <laughs> well, yeah. Gender. <laughs> <laughs> How you feel about perfect strangers. <laughs> oh, that's a big one. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's a big one around this house. If you can't enjoy the joy of Balky Bartokamas. You know how many times I've turned down sex because I turned? I said, we're going to binge watch perfect strangers. They're like, I've never heard of perfect strangers. <laughs> get the I'm fuck I'm going to binge watch perfect strangers. <laughs> and you're going you to grab leave. your shit and get the fuck but out. But you just gave me a roofie. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> It's not illegal if they know you give it to them. That's Neat. all I'll say. Um, Bill Cosby was on to something. I, uh, <laughs> I can't remember where I was going with that. Uh, no score in um, No score in No Country for Old Man. And you, no, the, the people who watch it, well, I liked it until the end. The end, I was like, shut the fuck up. Well, there's a little bit of ambiguity there. You don't know if he actually went and killed there's the There's more lady. than a little. There's I mean, a yeah. <laughs> people. It's a, the whole thing's a metaphor for death. He, he is death. He's the angel of death. Yeah. People like closure. That's the yeah. same reason the Holmesman didn't make it big because it ends funny. Yeah, no, oh, it ends. Well, there's a lot of funniness in it, but it ends really, really weird. That's why I'm surprised that uh, Infinity War was such a massive hit because the end is so non-specific. Like, did we just lose? Like, yeah, yeah, you really did. <laughs> that's why. It's, that's why it wasn't called Infinity, but the battle, in, the, because yeah. the battle, the Infinity War, but. Uh, you know, we'll go down this path for one second. The end of Infinity War Two is going to be the exact same as the end of Infinity War One. That would be awesome because if you, like I said, if you look in the bottom right of your screen, that war outfit the getup he wears is Scarecrow on a Scarecrow. Mrs. King. Yeah. <laughs> it's, on, it's, on, it's on Scarecrow and Mrs. King, Falcon and the Snowman, uh, Hardcastle. And Have you ever watched that? Cagney and Lacey. Have you ever watched The Falcon uh, and the Snowman? Probably. John, my dad Sean Penn is the most annoying fucking person ever in that movie. Is he? Oh, so it's it's so grating after a while. It's a great movie, man. Him and T- Timothy Hutton. Let's talk about Timothy Hutton. Let us second. talk about Timothy Hutton. <laughs> we'll spend the entire episode talking about motherfucking Timothy Hutton. <laughs> Bartender, more creative. Job of the Hutton. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, no, he's 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 such a good actor, and yet. What was he in? Well, he was in um, Taps. He was in... Recently, I think I saw him in uh, Dead Zone. Was he in Dead Zone? He was in some... No, he's not in Dead Zone. He was in some... Uh... He was in the dark half. That one. Yeah. yeah. I like that movie. Yeah, he's... <laughs> he was much younger. He was much more famous when he was younger, because he was like these up-and-coming actors. Taps is a great movie. He was recently in... I think it was a, a USA show where they were um, thieves... And he was like the mastermind behind all their their uh, jobs that they would pull off. It was okay at best. I like, there was I, like some hot. I, I like it. the uh, <laughs> I like the setup where they they have the pictures. And they're always turning around to look at the camera. Yeah, <laughs> like when they're introducing the show. And now, oh, so you've seen this stupid show? <laughs> no, I've seen every ad campaign oh, for okay. you know. Yeah. Especially TNT was the worst about that. Like yeah, they'd always stand there with their arms crossed. I think it was TNT. And there was always one be standing up, walking up behind them. Yeah, you know, but it was anyway, all right. I mean, but was a hot he was, too. yeah, he was. Take that. 
Uh, Kira Sedgwick was in one of those. She's I, I, like I used, to, I, used to, I used to have a thing for her, especially around the time of singles. I'm married to Kevin Bacon. This feels like we're in an episode, Family Guy, where Chris is discussing things with H. John Benjamin as that fucking <laughs> the uh, comic book. Yes, or no, he's the uh, <laughs> he's the uh, clerk at the yeah, fucking the store, the store, but he knows all pop culture. Um, <laughs> Leverage was the name of that show that he was. On. <laughs> it's getting worse. Uh, I've pulled up. I've pulled up his filmography. Timothy Let's talk Hutton. about leverage. Now, leverage <laughs> is, a, is a principle. <laughs> oh, God. John's over here. Uh, oh, so Timothy Hutton's, waking up. <laughs> Timothy Hutton's in the new Jack Ryan series on Amazon Prime that has fucking um, Jim in it. Jim in it. Jim Howard. It actually looks really good. Yeah, but like. But why he would you do out, that, Jim? He, he just put out one of the best horror movies of the last I think he just years. likes doing stuff. He might have already signed on. Well, that's true. But I think he just likes doing stuff, too. Yeah, he probably does. Mm-hmm. I might watch that movie. He was in All the Money in the World, that one movie that they uh, had to reshoot because Kevin Spacey was in it. What? <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> well, did you hear what happened to the, the movie of Kevin Spacey's that came out last week? It made $265. Something like that. Yeah. At the, uh, at the box office. I would have loved it if like two people did that. They're just massive Kevin Spacey fans. Oh, we're saving his career. I'm a massive Kevin Spacey fan. I am too. He's great. Like, I'll watch anything he's in. I'm just not going to go. Well, it's not going to be in a theater. What do you, what's his best movie? His best performance? American Beauty, maybe? That's a good one. It's it's American Beauty. It's Seven. LA it's Confidential. LA Confidential. It's. Uh, have you ever watched that? The Usual Suspects. It's, yeah. Fucking the negotiator. Uh, I never saw the negotiator. Fucking good. K Pax. Never seen uh, K Pax. It's a yeah. um, the shipping news. <laughs> Let's discuss for a second news. that window of time where Kevin Spacey couldn't buy a fucking box office hit. But it, they're all critical success. Yes, I mean the shipping news, the life of David Gale. That movie was um, awesome. I heard it was great. It's fucking it's, awesome. I heard it's fucked up. Talk about moral ambiguity. Yeah, it's got what's her name, Lauren, the blonde lady. It's not Lauren Holly. She's no. Married. She was that was Jim Carrey's wife, and she was in Dumb and Dumber. She's in um, God, you've seen her in everything. She's in Ozark now. Uh, life of Laura Linney. Yes, yeah. I believe that's who it is, Laura Linney. I'm gonna. She's a voice on uh, F is for Family. No, that's Laura Dern. That's Laura Dern. Yeah, no. yeah, it's Laura Linney. I've always thought she was extremely attractive. She is, but she's also kind of masculine. A little bit. She's got a little bit of a deep voice. She's got the Helen Hunt thing going on. Yeah. Helen Hunt in um, as good Twister. As, as good as it gets. No, we're not discussing Twister. That never happened. <laughs> the evil tornado guys. And they're they're not they're just in it for it was exactly, they're in it for the money. It was not the exactly science. like an eighty scheme. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta save the mountain, man. I really want to watch Twister now. <laughs> And then come in and rave about it for a month just to piss Chuck off. It'll be my favorite thing. What are we doing? I'll be playing Blue on Black and we play clip from Twister. And I don't particularly hate anything because nobody's got anything on me. I actually like No, him. you hate that lady. You, you hated the, the Kim Davis. Yes. Yeah. You got so upset that I actually got kind of not nervous, but kind of puzzled for a second. I was like, is this a work? Yeah, because he's really bad about that. I am pretty mad about that because people like that tortured me when I was a kid. Yeah. Because just because of uh, Kim Davis is the lady, yeah, clerk I, lady. I remember her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she, people that looked exactly like her, dressed like her, the cool lots, all the stuff, they were mean to me whenever I was a child in a Christian school. And they were mean to me at church. And they That's were the assholes. weirdest Christian so school, I, too. I, yeah. I really got angry about her. Yeah. Yeah, you did. 
Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I made memes about her. Yeah, you just, <laughs> just made that one that said, said "cunt." <laughs> like, that's fucking awesome. I'm to the point. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, She's I mean, a it's, hero. It's on par with um with the 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 Clint Eastwood character from Gran Torino. You know, yeah, using the word "gook" a lot. Gook zipperhead, fi- fi- fish head. I used to stack zipperheads like you six feet high. You know, he he got a little bit of a chip on <laughs> his shoulder. <laughs> Dutch came out of his own war zone. It was a different yeah. kind of war zone. It was a different it, thing. It was a yeah. churchy war I, zone. I think that line would have been much better in any which way but loose, though. <laughs> <laughs> and the monkeys say, in he, the passenger seat. He's saying it to Clyde <laughs> before they become friends. I used to stack monkeys like you six, six feet, feet high. high. <laughs> Flips them all. <laughs> <laughs> I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. You eat pieces of shit for breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> we had to crate him up like this before every show. We really it's, should. It's pretty fucking awesome. The only time I can't do it, well, I can probably crate him up when I'm on call. Probably won't hinder my drive. I take no. him. I take him. I don't get so blowed out on it that it's ridiculous. So. It doesn't really affect. I take it during work, like a, a little bit, like to help. You know, I put in my coffee. Pep up. Yeah. And yeah. it works. It works really well. I did notice I, I, I ran out, and so I said, okay, I'm just going to go with this and. Because I was doing it, you know, every evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, d- 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 maybe you a, miss it. Yeah, I definitely noticed a little bit of a uh, didn't down downswing. Yeah. You're like, oh. I was like, I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, this needs to happen. Air, oh, uh, I gotta face this hangover. <laughs> Who? Nobody. Just a a person, the person that you know, a random person, oh, was telling me how they ran out one time. Oh, you mean I told you that when I was playing? That's this right. I mean, yeah. it's, it was really weird. I was but, playing, this but I know you like to stay in character with it, so I try yeah, not to say. I, it, I like playing the the gay. I used to really like playing this character that was a redheaded gay guy, but I don't really like playing that character. And anymore. his wife, uh, I actually he, he, had a, he had a beard. Actually, yeah, his wife was a beard. Yeah, I actually quit doing that character cold turkey, and it really only comes out for a few seconds off off the. But that character park. was talking about how he was. He's he's a kratom even more than I am. Takes way more creative even than I do. And yeah, that character's into extreme. And then he ran out and then he slept for like three days. <laughs> he couldn't do anything. <laughs> and actually that happened to me. I went on when I went on that cruise and uh Ooh, and I had Mr. To, Moneybags with his cruise. I didn't pay for it. <laughs> but um I had to go off of it because my mom was freaked out that, that, that we would get in trouble. They're going to find that and they're going to put us all in jail. I was like, no, they're not. They don't give a fuck. But I should have put it in a tea thing. Yeah, and I and I and I had I went off of a cold turkey. I had no energy. I slept so much during that fucking trip, and I went to the gym, and it was embarrassing. Like you're only deadlifting like what four fifty? <laughs> you can't deadlift on the boat. That's like, so terrible. Yeah, well, I mean, it's you're, you're like, how can I even do this, bro? How, <laughs> what am I even working out for? If you can't DL. So what they. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I guess it wouldn't be smart to have free free weights on a boat, would it? Cause no, they I mean, roll around. Well, they have dumbbells, and the dumbbells can be secured. Right. It's mostly Most machines. Machines. But I was I, one of my things is I can shoulder press a lot, and I yeah, grabbed like eighty pounds. I grabbed the the seventies, and I was, and they were heavy. I'm like, this is not cool. You know, I can usually rep them for fifteen. Well, and you're in a different environment too. You know, so that's, the there's that. The air might be a little bit thinner or yeah, thicker. All that's thicker, more than likely. Yeah, because you're literally at sea level. Yeah. And it was, it was, but the kratom would have helped. Like it throw down a, a, I love that. Like I feel now, I throw the kratom in. I'm just like, if I was walking down the street, it'd be snapping and pointing people. <laughs> so you can tell by the way I use my walk. I'm a woman's man. No, no time, time to talk. talk. 
I don't know the rest of the words. Skilly bop, skilly bop, a booly bop, bop, a skilly bop. But it's all right. It's okay. You can skilly bop the other way. I thought that his, I thought that his dance partner on that, that short. Thick girl was hot as fuck. The, the one that he wasn't into was, yes, was hotter than she the was, one. Yes, she way, was hotter way hotter than the one that he was into. Big set of cans. I just liked her. I don't know. I just liked her. She had the the the, the pudgies. You know, she was a, she was just like a softer. But here's the thing: softer features. Those I don't think girls a bit like that are softer. I, that's for one thing. That's a lot of muscle. Like girls oh, like not, that are muscular. I'm not saying. I mean? I'm just talking about. But I know what you visually. mean. Visually, yes, yes. She had more rounded features mm-hmm. and. Those, like those looks like she can take a punch. That's, that's all I need. <laughs> <laughs> really lay one into her. Yeah. She's she's gonna take it. Um, no, I've never. I, I, I'm not even attracted to like angular women. Like I think one of the ugliest women I've ever seen is Michelle Pfeiffer in in Scarface. Mm-hmm. She's fucking hideous. She's real bony. Yeah, yeah, and she's like got that. It's just she's not attractive, and then you have these men fighting over her, and meanwhile I'm like running around like, look at all these hot, thick, black women everywhere. What the fuck you got to fight over this broad for? <laughs> I guess it's something different from Dominican poison comes walking in. I'm like, she comes lumbering through. She actually doesn't lumber. I don't know, man. I've never watched her walk. She more jiggles. She, she just runs. She yeah. <laughs> she she can't Ooh, run very daddy. well. Yeah. Well, doesn't do it very often. Obviously, no. Doesn't need to. Even though her waist is like this big, I know it's, weird. <laughs> it's so strange. Literally hourglass. She she anyway, weighed Timothy Hutt. <laughs> Taps. Um, Taps is actually a very good movie. Go right through his uh, his IMDb. Check out everything he's done. It is expansive. Eighty three things he's been in. Yeah. Shit. But let's go back a little bit. Hashtag horror. Sounds great. Mm. Let's go all the way back to the seventies. Holy shit, he was in something in nineteen sixty-five. You know what I? You know what I love? <laughs> what I really love about the seventies? Um, I wasn't alive then. That that was barely alive. Was great. I was alive for the last two months. I didn't have to experience life. I was at alive all, for the last three years. I was not alive. Born in eighty-one, so I, I didn't have to experience anything because I didn't exist. Ordinary people's a good one. Yeah, it's real good. It was very peaceful, the 70s for me. Oh, my God. <laughs> do you remember in Heathers? Yes. Uh, the Teenage Suicide Don't Do It? Yes. Uh, that song? Well, Timothy Hutton was a narrator of what I'm guessing is a um, is like an after-school special thing called Teenage Suicide Don't Try It in 1981. He was a narrator of that. And I need to find this somewhere because I get a feeling I will love it. <laughs> we could play that. <laughs> Do commentary. Long Way Home, Iceman, Turk, Falcon and the Snowman, mm-hmm. Made in Heaven. Everybody's All-American. That's a good fucking movie. Really is. I'm totally lost, you guys. We're going through Timothy Hutton's IMDb. Well, I'm I, stopping I, now. I know that he's much, not particularly interesting. I don't even no, know he's who, not. I don't even know who he is. You might know him if you, you you might not know him if you saw him to be quite honest. He is kind of a I mean, you guys, I don't know names. I, I, like, there's certain trivia things that I can kill at, but, like, the names of actors. Does he look familiar? Or? Sort of. <laughs> right. Maybe. Let me see that picture. Regular white guy. Not in that so much. He's when he's not younger, ugly, he's, he's more. Not, he's more. Not really good looking. He's a good actor, though. He's a great actor. Like, he was. See, Taps is one of my favorites because you had three really, really great actors in that. You had Timothy Hutton. Sean P. 
Pan. Tim the Oliphant. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Oh, dude. He's good, but he's just... Have you, you've never seen... Justified. Justified. No. You would love it. I know it would. I promise you, you would love it. You I, would love it. It's essentially set in um, Eastern Kentucky coal fields, so mm. it's, it's basically West Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. And... It's just awesome. I, I can't really say any more about it. It's got Walton Goggins. What else the fuck do you need? I like Walton Goggins. Toward the end, uh, Sam Elliott comes in, sans mustache. What? Yeah. Odd look for Sam. He's like a damn turtle. He still looks good without this dash. It's, no, it's not like uh, it's not like it's not like when someone shaves and you're like, what the fuck like is me? that? Like me? Have yeah. you ever seen me without a beard? Oh, like if I shave, it's not good. I would look. I would look really weird. Because it's a drastic yeah, change. Because yeah. I've got kind of the baby face. Anyway, taps. You were saying. Um. For us, so rudely interrupted. This is really kicking in now. I want to talk about what I look like when I shave. Okay, two conversations at once. I'm trying to get crosstalk. I'm trying to get some. Welcome to Crossfire. I'm Chris Matthews. (laughs) I'm trying to get some plays in here. Um, Tom Cruise is in Taps. Tom Cruise. Is he related to Terry Cruise? Maybe Penelope. (laughs) You know, they fucked in uh, Vanilla Sky. I never watched that. You mean Should like, he watch Vanilla Sky? Don't bother. Yeah, I didn't think so. Uh, I hear it's sound, a rare miss. You should have watched it when it came you should've out. should have watched it in 2000. Yeah, it's not good it now. it was amazing in 2000. It doesn't yeah. hold up. It, yeah, it was great when it came out. Now I watch it, I'm just like, eh. I used to be a huge Cameron Crowe fan, and then we, we talked about him one time, and all the movies that of his that haven't been good, like, recently. His best movie is uh, Pearl Jam 20. Not really. No, his best movie. That's a good one. No, it is a great documentary. Um, it's either singles... Um, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. He wrote that. He didn't direct it. That's right. That's Amor Heckerling who, um, who directed that. Or Almost Famous. Almost Famous holds up. Mm. Almost Famous holds up, but uh, I don't. Um, but there's still a lot of precious. Like he 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 really goes for the for the um, sentimental sentimental stuff. Cutesy stuff. And so that's what he, he is. Yeah, that's just who he is. Well, then sometimes he really nails it. Like Singles has so many moments. Like again, they have a great cast for that. Everybody in that movie is good. Even the people that didn't really go on doing much. Better a tour de force performance than singles. <laughs> Stone Gossard. <laughs> I'm trying to do my Eddie Vedder. A compliment for, for me is a compliment for, for you. you. They're sitting there stoned watching that nature documentary. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many times I've sat stoned watching a nature documentary? None. Zero. Seventeen. <laughs> no, plenty of times. We used to do it at the Morgantown house. I don't know if it was if you were there. It was. Mm. It was at the one right off of. Uh, the, University, the second, the second the avenue, and everybody lived the in. second avenue house, yeah. the second street. I wish I would have hung out with you guys then. Yeah, but I, I was way different. Like I was way different. We were back too. Then. Well, not different in a. My pinfall. I was a bit of an insufferable drunk kind of. I don't know, man. So were we? You're probably yeah. you're probably being too hard on yourself, Chuck. I'm sure. I'm sure you would have. He been, said hard on. I'm sure you would have. <laughs> Had fun in that crap. Well, I do. Like I, I, I always remembered all the worst stuff, and I don't remember the fact that when I used to drink, and this is no bullshit. My favorite part when I drank, I was just describing this. To Besides me. beating up black people, <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, gay bashing. <laughs> remember, remember the nineties when you go gay bashing? <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> um, is I used to when I would get like three or four beers in me and get that almost like the feeling I get now with kratom that you just feel great the initial buzz yes I would literally have 
this was described to me by my ex-wife and she said i came back and you were sitting there with 10 guys like 10 fraternity brothers telling a story and they're all just sitting there you know hanging on my word because i can tell a good story you know that's just a gift right and um well that's and she and i think ironically when i stopped drinking i lost that about myself and but it's a good thing because now it's more honest like i it's not like i wasn't being honest but it, i was on you know i had to be i've never been a good storyteller but i'm more of like a sniper when somebody else is telling a story i'll I'll jump in with a good, uh, a good anecdote, a good, good little anecdote, and yeah. just back right out and let them yeah, I mean, light back. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Like when I, you know, I was sober for two years, and I just found that um, because I lost that element, that mm-hmm. ability to socialize and be just be loosey goosey, and you know, mm-hmm. that I actually didn't like myself as much. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like the alcohol. You know, I'm not advocating alcoholism but it allows it makes me you know i feel like more like myself sometimes and i'm able to to be loose in a social situation where otherwise i would just kind of be quiet and analytical well it's like alcohol is neither good nor bad it's just a thing it's how you use it it's chaotic neutral it's in (laughs) it really is um no i'd say it's pure neutral that's good that's a good one john (laughs) (laughs) now i'm looking it up um I just like when I used to when we first started when I first came back and we first started hanging out again before we even started doing the show and everybody be drinking it took me a minute but then I was able to start telling stories again and be entertaining you know yeah. but but you you didn't have that you didn't have your steroids though right you didn't have your performance enhancer right, right, right. it was your crutch to be right. let loose I think if I could go out now and take Kratom before I go out it would be almost like I was drinking again, and that would yeah, be a that. great thing. Well, you need like, a placebo. You, know. you need a placebo. Yeah, like I'm a big. I'm actually a big fan of non-alcoholic beer. If you're trying to stay sober, yeah, because it gives bring non-alcoholic beer. Because it gives me. Because I actually do the placebo works for me. Mm-hmm. I can sit there and crush like three or four. It's like uh, and feel almost like you're drunk. It's like yeah, watching I, wrestling. I, you can suspend the disbelief and be like, "Oh, those guys are really fighting." Right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Some, just something about the taste of it and the the the, the, the ritual, the, the visceral act of mm-hmm. drinking that cold can of beer. It just makes me feel more like a man. I have considered, and I know this is going to terrify and horrify a lot of people. I've actually considered maybe trying to drink a beer every now and then again, but I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't terrify me. <laughs> I'm fine with it. Well, I know I, I'm with you all the way. We'll do it together. I don't give a fuck. But I, I just, I think it would be a big regret because I have so much under my belt now. It's, not, it's going to be eight years my next anniversary. So, but you're you don't like you still have cravings and stuff like that. It's not no no you're long past way past that. Like there was there was booze in my house. Like my cousins came, and at first they were really on eggshells about it. like do you care if we do this in front of you? It's like I, at first it was like my first couple Christmases after I quit drinking were rough because my family likes to drink and well a couple alcoholics but you know there were <laughs> but there were people who just like to drink and they would laugh and have a good time and I and I got really upset one time I went in the other room and started crying. And mom's like, what, what's wrong? I said, it's not fair. I was like, everybody else gets to have a good time, and I don't get to have a good time anymore. Yeah. And she started crying. She's like, it isn't fair. And we used to have so much fun drinking, you know, me and my cousins, Eric and Todd, who had the band. And it got they to They were in the band? The band. The The, the, the band. They the were the band. Levon Helm. Yeah. Robbie Robertson. 
Sure. Um, the guy with the high pitched voice, I can't remember his name right now, the bass player. <laughs> <laughs> average, makes no difference. Average white band. That guy. Oh, they were an average white band. <laughs> yeah. oh. I mean, that's okay. <laughs> average white band has a great song. Pick up the pieces. Um, <laughs> but yeah, anyway, wanting to drink but not being able to. Yeah, and I, I actually had a rule for a long time that actually kind of worked. It, it was hit or miss where I didn't drink liquor. Like my cousin Todd had suggested that. He's just like, don't drink liquor. He's like, we don't like you on liquor. Nobody likes you on liquor. <laughs> like, if you're on beer, you're fine. Everybody has a good time. You're fun to be around. When you drink liquor, it's nut nut so time. Yeah, because I would really like lose it. You know, I would. Go, I've never noticed the difference with me. Maybe other people have, but I've never. Bourbon whiskey was the worst. Oh, like, I, it was. Yeah. Uh, not, I wouldn't. I wouldn't get mean, but the lines between fantasy and reality would blur. Hmm. It's weird. It was really weird. Yeah, liquor is powerful shit. Yeah, I don't like it. And um, but beer, like the one of the best feelings ever is having a cigarette and a beer, and you're Fuck going yes. out and you're just talking to people, and especially with girls. Like you know, when I was drinking, that little window when I started drinking, I could talk to any woman. It didn't matter. Not that I was going to get anywhere with them because I'm still this, but. <laughs> Um, but I could strike up a conversation and really make a lot of friends, and you know, uh, I miss that. So you, the thing you said, but I'm not that you're going to get anywhere with them because you look like this. Eh, you'll, you do fine. You're doing fine. I don't think. No, I don't think I'm unattractive. I well, just think I'm not convinced. grossly unattractive. <laughs> no, I, the personality I, and charisma make up for the. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not convinced Like I'm, I'm unconventionally Handsome sometimes I think Like Actually I, I overheard A backhand The biggest backhanded Compliment I ever got <laughs> Was When I was working At Hooters And one of the Hooter girls Told me Without any kind of irony That you know I, I was having this thing Where I felt bad And she's just like You know She's like When I first started working I looked at one of the girls And said Is it just me Or is Chuck Really weirdly handsome I was like <laughs> That was an invitation For <laughs> <laughs> take, to take her to pound town Just so you know She was nuts Well um, um, For girls Looks really Mattered a lot less I like beer Yeah I've It's more about Attitude and confidence Yeah and making, well, How you make yeah. them feel Stand up straight with, Like Jordan Peterson says Stand up straight With your shoulders back Have a little bit of confidence You, well, can, well, you can get shit done It's yeah. how It's how you make Them feel 90% well, of it Yeah Just pretend like You're listening and if they're and if they're upset about something or 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 like looking for, don't ever try to fix the problem. You just say that sucks. All right. You just empathize and you go, oh, yeah, that's uh, oh, yeah. I'm sorry, baby. It depends on how involved you are. If you're, well, everyone's if different. you're in that person's I, life, I'm making, and, and, I'm making a rash generalization. Right. But no, if you're if you're di- if you're just new friends or, or you know not there yet, you do that. But if you Love them and you're in the life You fix it I mean it's Well you, that's it's, my That's my problem Is that I've got this Honesty thing And so like You know Not that I'm trying To fix other people's Problems but if someone's You know Upset I'm saying Well mm-hmm. I, I You know I, I can empathize But I'm also like I won't lie To smooth things out Of my yeah, relationship yeah, right, Ever right. And that's, that <laughs> It's actually a big problem I wish I could lie more Yeah I'm, 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 I'm with you on that I've I've, I've experienced the exact same thing, and some and some girls honest. wind up respecting you if you do that, and some girls just don't recover from it, like they think. Well, I've got 
my ex-wife will still ask me stuff just because she knows I'm not going to lie right. about it. Not like ask for advice or what think what I think about a situation or whatever. I'm just not going to lie. I'm like, well, this is stupid. No, it's, it's not stupid. a lie. You just like you look at him and you. I'm not ever going to tell pat your leg and say it's going to be okay. We're going to fix it. You know. Yeah, I'm just, not ever going to tell anybody. What they want to hear. Well, and and I have this thing. If it's if if it's in the intellectual category, it's one thing. If I'm empathizing and we're in the emotional sphere, mm-hmm. I can be like, okay, I just need to be supportive. All right. But when things enter into, we're using logic, and we're discussing an issue using lo- anal- you know analyzing an issue. That's when I start to become off as a little bit cold because of the you guys. I mean, the way I am, I'll just I'll just point blank say no. You know what I think. Mm-hmm. And, and so there's kind of a clear line but to me between them when I'm in emotional uh, empathy mode and hard, cold facts and logic mode. Well, it depends on the situation, too. Like, you know, any situation is going to call for, you know, there's not blanket situations. There's, you know, everything's going to have to be taken at a, at a different, you know, different tack. So you have to... If it's a really bad thing and they and they ask you... You'd be like, yeah, this is bad, but you know, that's why I'd be like, but we're gonna fix it. You know, mm-hmm. we're gonna do what we can, and everything might not be okay, but we're gonna make it as okay as we can. You know, so one one thing that's gotten me into trouble, and I think it actually helps the person that I'm that I'm you know the girl that I'm with. You can go and tell them it's my mom. <laughs> yeah, when I'm with Dutch's mom, <laughs> she's a handsome woman. Um, no, yeah, it's that I, up is, is that I ask, 70. is mm. I do the Socratic method thing, and it's not something that I'm doing to be a dick. It's just something like I literally ask you questions, like, well, it's like, well, I did this and this. It's like, well, did you eat today? Yeah, or, or yeah. like, or well, process like, of elimination. Well, didn't you just say that to this person? Mm. You know, and, and I'm asking the question, and it winds up kind of irritating people because it, may, it forces them to examine themselves. Right. And it can, I've seen it can, you do that live and in person. It can create resentment. With you. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it can create resentment. I mean, that's that just, helped as well. Well, hey, I'm saying hey, it's like, hey, it's like I'm the guy, I'm the guy who's willing to, to, to take a, to take a punch and the, and lose points in the popularity scheme. Uh, if I think it's going to, you know, help, help, help us, overall help us understand each other. But also there's different personalities. Like I'm, I'm not a fixer, but I'm a comfort person. Like, I, mm-hmm. you know, you can come to me and I'll be like, yeah, we're okay. Yeah. Whatever. We're going to do, do the, what we the can. Empathy thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's support. And that's not bullshit. That's who I am, you know, and I like being that person. Um, but you don't want to go into therapist territory. That's when it gets, no, to- it gets I don't toxic. do I, Yeah. I don't do that. But, um, I just, I don't know. I, I, some people are like I can't stand people who wears a badge of honor. Well, I tell the truth no matter what. Like so, you're just an asshole, you know, just being harsh. <laughs> Said the fixer. <laughs> I love that fucking song. I, I love that video. Turn it up. That's a great fucking song, dude. It's a pretty good Pearl Jam song. That was, their, I think, their attempt to have an, a big hit again. Yeah, they they put out a video. Cameron Crowe directed it. Yeah, it's a really good video too. I like it. Put out commercials for the album coming out and everything. Backspace. What's funny about it, it was only available at Target. Oh, weird. I I, sh- I, sh- I think I showed Dutch that 
that that poster that Pearl Jam made. Oh yeah, we forgot had, to even talk about that yeah, last week. Yeah, it was um, it was a it was like the outside of the White House with the they were campaigning for some Democrat in Montana or somewhere, mm-hmm. and it had the guys the guys tractor the guys tractor was flying over the scene. And then it was like the the White House like burning down and Donald Trump was dead. Yeah, fr- like a dead. The, the president was dead, and the ki- the guy running for Senate or Congress or whatever was flying a tractor over the building. Yeah, it's like can you imagine if you did you know with Barack Obama had him dead or like hanging from a tree or some shit? You know, I don't know. It's it was, it was a little bit extreme, right? Uh, to to have some you know to but I mean to, to I think that it, you're going to kill the president. Well, I mean, I wouldn't want to kill him, but. I just, I don't care, you know. <laughs> well, no, it's a stroke. Fine. Yeah, I get it. Stroke. I don't give a shit. Yeah. You know, there's the poster. It's kind of hard to interpret, but it is it has dead Donald Trump in it. Yeah, it's, he's right there. He's he laying there dead. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this doesn't offend me at all. It wouldn't have offended me if they'd have done this with uh, Barack Obama either. No, it wouldn't offend me. If, well, it wouldn't offend me. They're, they're supposed to be doing this. It would have. You're a fucking rock band, right? Well, and, and it would have. Offended me at first with Barack Obama for for you guys talk some sense into me like you know he's not that guy. I was like yes he is like no nah, he's not really that great. But he's one, um, the, he's one of the best politicians of all time. Absolutely, just perfect one eighty. Tact perfect one eighty. Yeah, yeah, as perfect of a one eighty as you can do. And he got and he and he's t- touted by so many as the greatest. And he was like he's one of the best orders we've had at, at the. I don't at the position. I, I understand that people feel that way. I don't think he was that great of a speaker myself. You don't think that he was that good at speaking? Okay, well, you mean that? You mean that fake kind of southern accent that he sort of did? I don't know what you're talking about. Just like just this is how okay, I talk, Clinton John. And Bush. John, okay. I talk like this. Let's this just is actually if, how I if talk. you have a problem with that, that's fine. We can we can inviting you and and you um, make sure that you say now between every sentence now 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 John now <laughs> now if you now. Want, if you want to talk shit about the Barack. It's like we can step into the ring at WrestleMania. Put a blindfold on me. I can't tell that. If that's you smell not what Barack is, is that cooking? W? I can't tell. <laughs> oh come on. <laughs> Strategic. <laughs> Let, let's let's just be honest here. Let's not lose ourselves in trying not to be impressed. Well, I think if you, you know. if, if you snipped little words and just played just the word, it's like Bush or Obama. I think you could do you can do that game. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think there's anything like. My favorite uh, bu- W thing was when he was talking about and OBGYNs across the country need to practice their love on women. Yes. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> My favorite thing is when after he's gotten out of office and he was doing that weird dance with Michelle Obama. And he just seems he's like in a, love with Michelle Obama. Uh, yeah, he is. He just seems her. like she's a, a piece. She's awesome. She's about 230 pounds. She probably. Uh, I don't think she's that. No, she's. Probably 140 pounds. I'd say she's 170. She's tall. Yeah, she's, she's tall. Like six, and she's four. muscular. She's six four, six five. That's I mean, hell of a hook shot. That's one of the things I you can't guard her in the paint. I, I can't stand about the the Trump sports sometimes that they, without irony, said, uh, "Let's put class back in the White House." I was like, "You're talking about that fucking moron and his and his fucking." Uh, what do you call mail it? order? Mail order bride and his ugly as fuck kids and you know and they're how dare they're you shitty. call Eric Trump ugly? Are you fu- Donald Trump is one of the ugliest human beings I've ever seen in my life. That lack of chin coupled with that shitty fucking smarmy manner. If he was Listen, actually, if he was a better person, just step back yeah, for a second. Bad. You can say whatever you want to about the president, Chuck. Talk but, about his policies, but, but listen. 
Eric is a good-looking guy. <laughs> okay. He I think we found an Eric mark. He doesn't at all look like one of the McPoyles. <laughs> From all they both sunny. look like the fucking McPoyles. <laughs> They're like the McPoyles got money. I'll go on record as saying he's a beautiful man <laughs> with the dip thong man. <laughs> Donald Trump is, uh, I don't know, I mean, say what you want about him, but his feet are immaculate. Yeah. Where's he, that picture of him on the bed? It's a package deal. On? You can't, you that can't is one of the most say, horrifying things I've ever seen You can't just say life. that this man is unattractive and then look at his feet. And, and hold a straight face. You know he's got ugly as fuck feet. No, actually, I take that back. You know, his feet are probably manicured and shit, and that's the only attractive part about him. Pretty foot having some bitch. Yeah, he just... <laughs> <laughs> Slew foot. <laughs> anyway, the thing about the, the Pearl Jam poster, uh, people were mad about it, and they're a rock band. They're supposed to do that. I wish yeah. they did it more. I wish they did it in... What about the fucking Sex uh, Pistols? God Save the Queen, and they put fucking... Yeah. You know, yeah. I wish they did it uh, during Bar- Barack's administration. Yeah, where where were our rock stars? Yeah, during? where was Rage Against the Machine during all this shit? Saying you know, they even they even were against Clinton. Like, yeah, and then he get uh, Obama gets a pass. They were raging against the machine. Yeah, all of it. I, I call them. I don't call them Rage Against the Machine. I actually call them raging compliance with the machine <laughs> because they're socialists. Yeah, and that's well, communists. And depend, yeah. depending on what your definition fucking, of, uh, of the machine Tim is. Tim Comerford's a communist down the fucking line. So is Zach. Yeah, the, that's what I'm saying. The machine is open to interpretation. So yeah. the way that I think of when I think of the machine, I say rage in compliance with the machine. Mm-hmm. Is what I, <laughs> I mean, I love their music, but I, I can yeah. see the hypocrisy involved. I like the way like it sounds. Either. Yeah, the music sounds cool. I like it. But I don't like the politics. The best song was Freedom. The yeah, first right. song they released. Yeah, right. Evil Empire was a good album. It was. What was the name of the first? The first album was just Rage Against the Machine. It was self-titled. It was eponymous. They, it's called the Burning Monk album. That's what some people call it. I like both of them. I liked... Uh, did they come up with another one after Battle that? Battle of Los Angeles. Yeah, that, was, that one was mm. less good. It's still good. Then they did a covers album, right? Yeah. With Ghost of Tom Joad on it. Yeah, and a Pistol Grimp Pump. That was good. <laughs> Let me play a snippet of that little fucking jewel. Um, whoa. We were talking about the Pearl Jam poster. Yeah, I mean... People can get mad at them, but that's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to piss well, people off. Well, and at the exact same time that happened, the whole thing with um, Mike Ness beating up one of his fans while yeah. while, while while the other fans held him. Yeah, yeah, I disagree with that. Yeah, I do, but you know what I mean. It's like it's a, the way I put that it. Caused it's, such a massive argument on my face. Well, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. I, I got into it with somebody. Not got into, but had a discussion with with a, a female friend of mine. On Facebook and she she was like, oh, well, if you play with a bull, you get the horns because obviously she hates Trump and loves Mike Ness. All right, all right. Just had a little bit of bias there, and so I was just like, it's like, look, I feel the same way about this as I would feel if Ted Nugent, the Nuge, in mid set, dove off of stage while five rednecks held somebody, yeah. and beat the shit out of him because he flipped, got flipped off right. during a set. Right. See, see, if you if you put the shoe on the other foot like that to the leftists, they're Ted like Ted Nugent wouldn't do that too. No, he has. He's a, he's you know a what free, he would do. He's a free speech advocate. He would shoot him with a bow right from the stage. <laughs> be a clean kill. Everybody beating that. It'd be one of those bows that has the fishing reel on it, like for yeah. shooting carp and stuff. Yeah. So you could reel him into the stage. Yeah, he was on Rogan a few uh, about a month ago. And he's not that bad. He actually has a massive vocabulary. Oh, he's a very smart man. Yeah, he is. But he, but like his politics, but he's such a cunt. his politics aren't that bad. It's just he goes on these shows where you have a, a seven-minute segment, and there's eleven people on the screen, and you got to get your shit in. 
So he just says the most ridiculous shit he can possibly say. But he sat there with three hours for three hours with Rogan, and you're gonna find out some shit about a dude. If you can't lie, right? Absolutely. If you're sitting there for three hours mm-hmm. with a guy, and he's not that. He's a little bit farther right wing than I would be. I mean, mm-hmm. but he made a lot of sense about a lot of things. But, um, but people just pick out the, sm- the small parts because he keeps going on those stupid shows. All right, all right. Stop going on the stupid show. But he likes it, I guess. I don't know. Well, I mean, uh, you have... Um, <laughs> if you ever go on, like, uh, say, Hannity... I'm, I've not been invited. <laughs> I wish I would. God. <laughs> Storm the fucking set. Maybe, maybe we should act fucking- this out. No. <laughs> I don't know. I can't do a Hannity. You, you were saying I can. You were saying something. No, I was saying um he's he is he's a, Hannity's a really brilliant person because he understands that controversy is going to sell sell his image. Eric Bischoff wrote a book called called Controversy Creates Cash. It does, and it absolutely is true. Now I, but I do believe that Sean, that, that Hannity believes a lot of that shit he says. He's a fucking, he is a, a white nationalist type guy. He really is. I mean, him and Tucker Carlson both are like, like that. Tucker Carlson a little bit less, but Hannity is just, he's a soulless opportunist. Soulless. And he, he got a mouthpiece because Donald Trump will go with anybody that's loyal to him. You know what I mean? That's it's it's they've said it a thousand times. Well, his most uh, the, he, the thing most important to him is loyalty. It's like not if they're a good person, not if they're fucking competent. None of that shit's important if they're loyal to him. You know, you, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna appoint that. the fucking dog catcher secretary of state because he likes your fucking steaks. I mean, you know, those are the best steaks I've ever had. I'm gonna appoint this guy. He, he's so much for so much loyalty. I hear you like my steaks. My steaks are delicious, aren't they? I'm, I'm going to do a little bit more of an aggressive Donald Trump <laughs> impression from now on. You got to, yeah, a character. Just really push it out a little bit. Yeah. Maybe even add, add a little lisp or. Oh, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> and now you just sound like Jimmy. You got it. <laughs> We're a fantastic audience. He does sound like Trump. <laughs> Probably has the same. Cripple ha- The same haircut, too. Hey. Um. Nobody's. He's just. I don't. Why? Um. I've never understood why he want like he the, his biggest thing is loyalty. If you're not doing fucked up shit, then people are going to be loyal to you. Yeah, unless they're pieces of shit, then you don't want them being loyal. Well, to you. I mean, it's like the thing with the, with Cohen. Cohen's always been a piece of shit, and all of a sudden he's the darling of the fucking. I've left. watched the it's Cohen like, Brothers movie and a half today. <laughs> I've watched half a burn after reading. Too. <laughs> but you know, he's he's oh, a, he's this scumbag. He he went on national TV and and his talking point was says who he said it fifty fucking times. Hey, you're down in the polls. Says who? You seen that clip? Says who? Was that uh, Michael, his, his lawyer? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's the darling of the left because he's flipping on Trump. Yeah. I was like, that's what scumbags do. It yeah. doesn't make him less of a scumbag. It makes him, it's like with the mob. He's the useful scumbag of the moment. Gravano is no less of a fucking scumbag for turning on fucking Gotti. I mean, they're all scum. Don't you know that some of the sometimes the 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 old adages hold true? No honor amongst thieves. That is absolutely correct. I mean, it's just so. What's going on? Like uh, Manafort got convicted. Of Manafort's convicted. He'll probably be spending 80, 80 years in jail. Eight out of eighteen. Yeah, he'll die, he'll die in jail. Cohen um, 
plead pled guilty. Pleaded, yes, he's pleading guilty. He's flipped, and he's actually informing. He says that Trump was completely aware of all the stuff, and is, is uh, actually actively trying to bring Trump down now. So because he feels betrayed, and as he should, because. You know, Trump, it's a big thing to him. Trump has no loyalty to anybody because Trump's a scumbag. So, Are you saying that Cohen is going to be an informer? <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah, uh, I'm not exactly... Sure, I don't. I, I catch bits and pieces of things like these guys are guilty yeah. of stuff, but does it have anything to do with what is what went on with getting him elected? Or no, but here's the thing that, that like doesn't they, matter. They Al Capone old Manafort, right? This is all this is all over. No, no, this they, is, did, they is, didn't Al Capone him. He did break laws. Th- this is all about whether or not the about whether or not Russians made some memes on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. All, the Russians made some memes on Facebook meddling impeachment. It's like, what, what? He is tangled in every court. Bob is? Yeah. And he's free. Okay. Shit. No, here's the thing. I, I've gotten into this argument with 10 people. You're, you're, when you are a, you're a law enforcement officer and you're an investigator, in the pursuit of what you're doing, when you discover illegality, you deal with that illegality. I mean, yeah. you, you don't. Oh, well, I'm coming to this house where there's a body laying there, but I'm looking for cr- I'm looking for crack. So we're not going to worry about the body. Fuck that. You 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 prosecute him for whatever you find. And that's the thing. All these fucking dumbass Republicans are like he's overridden his mandate. No, he's doing exactly what he's supposed to be doing. Mueller and all these people and his people are doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing. They have uncovered this huge reservoir of fucking illegality. Roger Stone's going down next. And on who? <laughs> Hey, oh. well, uh, that's because he's, he's probably kind of gay, right? Yeah, probably more than kind of. <laughs> um, nice Cosmo with the fucking penetrate suit, you piece of shit. But um, he's just, he found Manafort. Manafort has been, it's a common knowledge, he's been breaking, you know, campaign law. I mean, he's been break, doing that shit for he decades. Looks, he just looks like a Goomba. Yeah, he does. He's been doing that shit for decades. Mm. Like, I was watching a fucking smartest guys in the room, Enron, and it had Ken Lay and Jeff Skilling walking with him. Guess who's fucking walking with him? Paul fucking Manafort. <laughs> I was like, all these scumbags fucking know each other. All these horrible people. It's sort of like the indie, indie uh, West Virginia music scene. We all sort of just know each other. Yeah, exactly. Hey, you're going to rip off this, you know, this Russian oligarch or, get you know, get paid by the Russian oligarch hey me too hey uh, i'll see you at the fucking donut breakfast you know and it's just that's what they fucking do but donut breakfast mm, that's a good idea uh but i'm just saying that favorite donut favorite donut yeah i mean of what type or from where you pick just favorite donut glazed donut from uh dunkin donuts Classic. It's the offensive. Really it's the it. offensive lineman of fucking donuts. It's yeah. It's it's the uh, Lincoln Kennedy of uh, of donuts. Yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna do its job. Yeah. It's gonna be you're filling you up. It'll fill you up. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna take a bite and like wow that's that's really delicious. You know all the Boy, other that donuts. donut really blew off the line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the haunches on that donut. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like there's nothing. The donut's got an extra muscle <laughs> in its leg. <laughs> Somebody bred that donut to another strong donut. <laughs> that, 
that donut skull is shaped differently. <laughs> it's got dimples. So right here and here, so it takes orders more easily. Um, no, but then you... Um, God, that's a totally divergent. I'm, now I'm sitting here thinking about all the delicious kinds of Dunkin' Donuts. Not a fan of the, like, the chocolate-filled. It's just too much. I do like a, a, a cream a cream-filled... Uh, it's not like it doesn't have the hole in it, but it's cream filled and has a little chocolate glaze on top. You do. And the regular glaze mm-hmm. all, all around it. Yeah. I like that pretty well. Like but the eclair? I guess you could call it an eclair. Mm-hmm. But just a regular old donut from Krispy Kreme. Or, I don't like Krispy Kreme donuts. Or Dunkin' Donuts or Mr. Donut. Remember Mr. Donut? Mr. Donut and Dunkin' Donuts and Donut Connection all have the same sort of. Yeah. The, yeah. There used to be a donut same connection recipe. in Summersville. Oh. <sighs> And we, it was open 24. So There's a Dunkin' Donuts in Fayetteville. That might be worth a road trip for just that. Yeah, it's right there at the intersection. Mm-hmm. A 20-minute road trip? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a road trip for us, man. I don't think I'm staying less, I don't think I'm staying less than an hour to <laughs> eat all those delicious donuts. Kick in the door. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Manafort. Manafort. Okay, yeah. They're all, they're all garbage. I mean, yeah. And you can just look at a picture of Roger Stone. Just look at that fuck and tell me that fucker. He's a handsome man. No, he isn't. Oh, he so is. Look at that wheezy little bastard when he was younger. I mean, he might have aged better because he's taking the steroids and all that shit. And he is taking steroids. Oh, yeah. But, you know, but that's actually pathetic because they're just making him kind of like a regular person. They're not actually making him that much bigger and stronger. He's he's a wheezy little fuck. And he always has been a six pack. So, <laughs> I'm just saying, if you want to fight him, we can get it. We can arrange it. He'll I fuck you beat up, that motherfucker, to death. Oh, no, you wouldn't. He's seventy. I know years this old. is a running joke. He'd put you in. The but I can't fight out. anyone. But, uh, no. but all these people that we discussed, not, I would beat the shit. He'd put it's you not in that you can't clutch. fight any of the people, anybody. It's you just can't? that you keep picking the toughest of the competition. <laughs> I mean, Trump. <laughs> Alex Jones. Alex Jones. Come on. These are some powerhouses. Paul Manafort, I'll give you. You can you can probably get a, a split decision out of Paul Manafort. <laughs> you probably win that one. Yeah. But um, Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz is a black belt in Jeet Kune Do. He would fuck you up. Okay. He would do whatever he wanted and, to. And Trump, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but he's got a flying knee. Yeah, he's a Muay Thai I mean, practitioner. He'll just walk up to you. You'll, you'll, you'll try to clinch him, and he'll just, most una- just una- jump most straight up. Most unathletic human being I've ever you seen. Know he did, he, jumps he straight did up. the motion capture for all the uh, Street Fighter games. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he was actually on The Last of Us. He was doing all the running. And yeah. <laughs> God. Um, um, no, but uh, Roger Stone, Paul Manafort, the, the, all these scumbags have been doing this for decades, and, and Robert Mueller... You know, the chickens have finally come home to roost. Like, he's like, yeah, I'm pursuing this. But by the way, all these fuckers have been pulling all this illegal shit for decades. You're all going to fucking jail. I love it. I love that. I love the fact that they're finally all getting busted and getting what's coming to them. But I mean, I, mean, uh, I just I guess my my feeling about it is um, this kind of illegal shit is just like rampant all over Congress, all over the go in every campaign. It's it's ubiquitous. And so it's yeah. like it's like people are kind of acting like, oh, this is an exceptional no, case of corruption. It's like, no, they're just they're just now playing this card because I, they don't like Trump. I'm not foolish like that, yeah. but I do understand You're foolish in many other ways. Like I guarantee, I guarantee Hillary meddled in the election in ways that were illegal. I Absolutely, guarantee it. She just didn't get caught. But I, but I hate hearing that not from you because you don't do this. What but what about Hillary? 
Like, well, you know, they haven't gone after her yet, and I don't give a fuck. They went after this guy. It's like the speeding thing, where we were all speeding. You're the one I caught. I mean, sorry, fuck you. I don't have any problem with Trump getting impeached. I mean, it doesn't... I I have a problem. I don't want him to get impeached. I don't. It's bad for everything. Well, I don't... What I'm saying is, if he's guilty and it's a legit thing, and they really got the information on him, and it's not... It's not a you know there will there will be violence if he if he gets impeached you know I don't that, think right? so. I don't think so you don't think so no I don't think people care enough about anything <laughs> for you think, no, you think no. that they say we're they do fucking, and, we're anesthetized no we want to have a bunch of tough bikers roaming the countryside it just depends on what's on TV I, I can't stand those fuckers <laughs> every time I see that fucking stupid ass picture Donald said that if he uh, it's our logo Donald <laughs> said yeah, no <laughs> he said that if he were to get impeached that it would cause a stock a stock market crash. Actually, they've said that if he got impeached, it would actually improve the stock market because people would be like they would unclench. You know, the tax the, the tax breaks would remain. No, and, and we wouldn't have to deal with I don't, him. I don't so know what I don't know what your what who, whose opinion that was, but the, the the Trump factor has been a boon to the stock market because people are optimistic about the deregulation. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's relaxed those those strictures. All you needed was another Republican president to relax the strictures. That's all he does. That's the only thing he does. Well, he's actually adding more strictures and with tariffs. He's actually a leftist. He's actually Donald Trump is a leftist. Yeah. In my well, I, I don't think Donald Trump is anything. Actually, I don't think he's. A, <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's an ist of any any. Well, I just mean in any term, manner in terms of like you know he's he. He's doing tariffs, and then he's bailing out the farmers because the tariffs have hurt the farmers. He's so he's just, a socialist he's just, as well. He's a leftist. Yeah, yeah. he's absolutely a leftist. <laughs> That's what kills me. Is that he's, he's always yeah, been a leftist. None of this, none of this is, has has any basis in anything. He's just doing it because he's up there and he can do it. Well, I mean, I think, that, that that's. The, I think that the tariffs is one thing where I I can, uh, I you know I'm a free market guy, so I'm mm-hmm. fundamentally against tariffs. But I I totally get why he's doing it. There are actually really intelligent. <laughs> Um, um, I get it. The, the, the art of the game, business stuff, why mm-hmm. he's trying to even the playing field. He doesn't want tariffs. He wants he wants zero tariffs. Mm-hmm. So what he's doing is he's actually putting tariffs on imports the same way that other countries have put in, uh, tariffs on our imports for the last 30 years and right. we haven't done anything about it. He's just saying, look, he's playing tit for tat. saying, look, you want... Uh, you want um, us to buy all your shit because we're the most powerful consumer economy that has right, ever existed. Right. So if you want us to buy all your shit, um, how do you like it if we tax you the same way you tax but us? But he, if he would frame that even in that context, he's too dumb to explain what's no. going on because he doesn't understand he's, he's it. He's not explaining it to the people, He's, ex- but he is in his talks. That That is the message. He's saying, look, you lower your tariffs and we'll get rid of ours. It's I know, but but he's but he's just that's just the asshole argument. See, a lot of a lot of his dumbass followers just like being assholes. Have you noticed that? That They're, is true. I yeah. mean, they just like yeah. I, lo- I love triggering them snowflake libtards, <laughs> right, and that's I, the whole basis of I, their. You know, yeah, I'm not talking about. Well, people, I know, they're I not know. even on my radar. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right. So, but the tariff thing is something that's like it, it's interesting to me because. Uh, um, you know, like Abe Lincoln was a big everybody. Abe Lincoln era and before that were huge tariff people, mm-hmm. with the exception of Jefferson. Yeah, you um, could say they were terrifying. They they were all about yeah. <laughs> Where'd <laughs> you get those down, sunglasses? Write it down. But they were um, they were you know very into protecting the United States interests interests and 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 maintaining um. You know, protecting our industries and protecting our our domestic businesses, um, and, and so it's just kind of interesting to see how many similarities there are between people like Abe Lincoln and Donald. You know, um, people don't always think about it that way, but it, it it is it is an interesting topic to me. Right. And um, if you listen to like the people that study 
like on CNBC, the people that are business oriented people mm-hmm. that aren't necessarily left or right. Most of them are like, yeah, I, I understand why the president's doing the tariff thing. It's it's bad for the stock market, but I, I get why he's doing. It. Right. I mean, but he's not an idiot in that regard. But th- no, but that that's I disagree with that with that point. I don't think. I think that it's you know it's working, but I think that he's one of his biggest things. I put the best people in. Yes, he does because he's not smart enough to grasp anything. He's really stupid. Well, so he's just you know. Henry Ford said it himself. He said, "I didn't. I said I, I didn't go to Harvard, but I'm going to hire somebody that did." Right. That's fair, but I'm. I, yeah. but that's that goes to my argument. He doesn't understand or doing this for anything. He's doing what other people tell him to do. That he's put in place to do that. He's not intelligent enough to form any of this. I don't he's, know. He's been saying this shit for a long time. Yeah. With the tariffs, with the trade stuff. So I, I disagree about the trade. I mean, he's in. Obviously, he's a ridiculous human being. <laughs> but, God, that's the best thing you've ever but, said. But he's not. He's not as stupid as people make him out to be, in my opinion. Yeah. About about trade and business. Right, okay, that's fair. I bump you that one. He mentioned Abe Lincoln, so uh, I found me a, a Hank Williams Jr. song from about 1987. What was he thinking? Singing, singing, singing about Abe Lincoln to some of his. What was he thinking? Singing about Lincoln. Yeah, apparently he's a big Lincoln but, but fan. Tar- but tariffs are often used as a way of shifting wealth, right? Mm-hmm. And this is why the Civil War started. Or what the thing that I, the article that I sent you right. a couple weeks ago or whatever, is that um, the North was putting tariffs on um, putting tariffs on goods that the South needed, but then relaxing tariffs on stuff that the South was producing. So they're effectively getting cheap goods from the South, getting all the stuff that they mm-hmm. wanted at super competitive rates, especially raw materials. And but then taxing what the South needed and all the things that they wanted, so it was basically just literally via tariffs, via taxation, shifting wealth from the South to the North, and that was what was really pissing a lot of these merchants and um, and land. And, we, and we've talked about this before. I agree. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, I, I'm just trying to kind of tie right, this right. into what's happening now. Right. And so what China has done and all these other countries is had these, you know, because oh, we're a developing country, we need to, we need to, ta- you know. Imp- tariffs to you know build up our economy which is true up to a point but but now they're at the point where they're just being abusive with right it, and they're they're hurting their own people well, they have like as the well as our biggest economy now right yeah second to our second to ours they have empty cities yeah cities they've built you just that? to put people to work no i haven't seen they that. have uh empty cities that are replicas of our cities they have a replica of like san francisco new york um LA and they did it just so they could have an economy of people doing shit. Yeah. So and they're just sitting there empty, nobody lives there. And whenever something is set there, it sits there and nobody lives in it. And that's why China doesn't goes into disrepair. Yeah. That's <laughs> why China doesn't scare me. They're yeah. They're stupid. Well, I mean it's why it's like the thing with you know I I made this argument. You know, someone said, "Well, North Korea is scary." It's like, no, they're not. It's they're, like, it's like they're a third world nation. There, there's nothing a, scary about a North tiny Korea. Country with no budget. It's like they're they're a rabid lion that they they walk around on a chain to, not to keep all of you in fucking check. Russia, you know? Russia is not scary. No, they're not. No country. One thirty. They spend one thirtieth on their military of what we spend, and you're worried about a few memes. Have you seen some of the fighters, the Russian fighters in the UFC? Those guys are pretty scary on an individual level. <laughs> <laughs> Russians are like it's like we've talked about this before that uh, you know there's a thing that uh, African Americans are superior athletes like nobody ever told the Russians that <laughs> they can beat the shit out of everybody well, <laughs> you, you need to see um, uh, what's the name of that fucking documentary uh, it's named after a Greek myth um, flew too close to the sun 
Icarus. Icarus, yes. Mm-hmm. Icarus. It's about the Russian doping program. Oh, they're all on steroids. Their head of the, the anti-doping agency figured out ways for them to cheat. It is amazing. Mm-hmm. And he's he gets caught in the middle of it because he's giving information to a dude. This dude just wanted to do a documentary where he he's a bike guy. Mm-hmm. He's a bike racer. And he just wants to – he's going to do one race, a big, long race, like a, not Tour de France, but something comparable, mm-hmm. not on juice. And then – do one on juice. Do one on the juice just to see the difference. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of it, everything goes to shit with this guy. Not 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 the bike racer. For him, too, because he's directing the thing and he's right. involved with this Russian guy. But it, it comes out and like every, he's going to get killed. His family's in danger and all this shit. Because he's Putin. Is- yeah. yeah. It's a very... It won the documentary or the uh, Oscar for the best documentary this year. And it was a Netflix original. Yeah, so, I need to, there's so many things I got to check out. It is a very good. If you're interested in performance enhancing drugs at all, it's as good as bigger, stronger, faster. It's bigger, stronger, faster was a, bit, a little bit of an apology to. Uh, it was an apologist for steroids. You notice that? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's because they fucking work. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they fucking work. All right, I've, let's I've talk about John McCain. It. Okay, John McCain died yesterday, mm-hmm. and I don't. Uh, Everybody's sucking his ass now. I've always liked John McCain. I think he's probably an okay dude. I don't know. I think he got he got involved with a uh, corruption thing. He got busted. Which corruption thing? It was called the something five or something like that. Well, he's been in all kinds of di- dirty deals. Well, he's a well, he was taking money. He's from, a lifetime politician. Yeah. He's fucking he was, dirty as hell. He was taking money from Budweiser to keep uh, MMA illegal. Eat in the early two thousands. Well, he's done more shit than that. I mean, he's he's a lifelong war hawk. He's responsible for. He's partly responsible for millions and millions of people dying, innocent people dying because he's a lifelong war hawk. I mean, yeah, he's always been. He's a, a human being, and he got cancer, and he died. Probably people, similar to how my father died. People are nuanced. That's he, what we're he's saying. He's a human being. <laughs> yeah, people are. And if I had lunch with him, I'm sure I would like him. And um, but I don't I, give. I'm a, sure there's a lot to like. I don't. But as far as his actual actions as a politician, what effect they had on the planet? I think he's he's pure fucking evil i mean i i don't have i mean i respect him because he's a human being you know it's, it's like what i always go to it's like mm-hmm. donald trump is a human being but well, on an individual I, level we can pretty much get along with anybody i, I think. think yeah right. exactly that's that's my point it's like he's he's a human being i love him because he's a human he's, he's my brother he's a human being we're both from the same i love his daughter but yeah i was gonna he's say he's also <laughs> a mass murderer if there's anything that, that we can say about john mccain he left it behind the daughter with some big ass titties and that's what really matters. Uh, yeah, she's a piece. I don't. I don't she's enjoy the the, the 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 left or anybody for that matter being up John McCain's ass just because he died and talking about how it's fine to honor the dead and whatever. Somebody called him a warrior for peace, and I was like, that's oxymoronic. Right? Yeah, it's not. That doesn't work. He's a fucking brutal, when corrupt he, war hawk. I mean, I respect the service and all that, but. Uh, when he got shot down, he was literally dropping bombs on civilians. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you. The thing I respect most about him with the, the POW thing, though, is that he refused to be released a- ahead of other people. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, that's really brave. Obviously, I mean, he and, has and, and, he, ha- he has some character attributes throughout his life that are admirable, but that doesn't, you know, Adolf no, Hitler... No, excuses, nothing. Yeah, Adolf <laughs> Hitler may have had some really good Actually, Adolf had, Hitler was brave himself. He, was, he may uh, have had some re- himself. really great well, there's, there's character attributes, video. too. There's video of uh, Ava Braun. She has a camcorder, whatever they had back then, a little six-millimeter camcorder. 
videoing Adolf Hitler, and he's just smiling, grinning. He's like, "Why are you videoing me? You're beautiful. I should be videoing you." Like, pretty charismatic. He, he, he's a person. Like, yeah, yeah. But still, an extremely evil person that had a lot of great points about some things. But- <laughs> <laughs> what, Lamar you? shot. I'm telling you, <laughs> Lamar <laughs> shot reference. Hey, so it's uh, we're three years you. in. I was, big, I was a big Reds fan too. All you doubters need to read chap- just chapter four of mine. <laughs> That's probably a description of what was in his cell or something. I'm, I actually, <laughs> I actually don't know what chapter four of my comp says. I, I don't fucking care. My ex-wife's dad had a whole bunch of uh, Hitler books and docu- uh, biographies, and mm-hmm. he was a history buff. But mm-hmm. like, I never let my ex-wife let that fall. Like, your dad's a Nazi. <laughs> he had mind confidence. Like, he's just into history. Like. Seems to be very specific. <laughs> <laughs> he had all kinds of other shit. There's too, a cutout focus- of Hitler in his room. <laughs> he's got. He's got. He like salutes a- it every day. I, I, you know. <laughs> he actually had a little tiny mustache. <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> you probably met him before. <laughs> um, like an American Beauty, one of the most telling parts of that Chris Cooper's character. Yeah. When he went in that room and he flipped over that plate and had the fucking swatch to go on it. I mean. There, there's a certain sub substrat of people who believe that they are inherently better than other people and meant to rule other people, and that kind of person calls out to them, like Donald Trump, like Adolf Hitler, like well, Kaiser Wilhelm was just kind of a mook. He wasn't Kaiser Wilhelm's like Trump. Trump's Kaiser kind of Sose. <laughs> Kaiser Sose. God, I love that fucking movie. Um, it's a great movie. It's fucking tremendous. Even with a one of the B level Baldwin brothers still knocked it out of the park. He did really good in He's that actually movie. a great actor. Yeah, he really is. What are you gonna talk about? Asshole, asshole. <laughs> he's like when they're interviewing him, he's just ah and he had that great line, he's like something I can't remember what he says. He's like he's like uh, Oswald was a pussy. He's like get ready to kill all these guys. It's fucking awesome, dude. Anyway, um everybody's been showing that clip from the uh two thousand eight election where this lady kept ta- was uh interrupt she was asking John McCain a question like, mm-hmm. and I, th- I think Barack Obama's an Arab and he stops him. And yeah. Barack Obama is a, is, he's not an Arab. He's, he's a fine a, person, a fine person, a decent man. We just happen to have, happen to is have there, disagreements. Mm-hmm. And, but what he's implying is that Arabs aren't fine people. <laughs> I know he didn't do that on purpose, but if you, if, you, he, if you, if you hear it the way I heard it, he's like, he I, don't, he should, I don't know. He, you I, could I don't have clarified a little bit. I don't bit. know about that. I think that he was just trying to defend his character. Well, he, she was insinuating that he was a terrorist. Right, she right. She meant to say terrorist, but she said Arab. And we have a problem in this country. It's called Muslims. And like He's and like, we need a solution. The, the Arabists? Give me that fucking microphone, you stupid. Yeah, if, if you, because I'm always cynical about everything. Whenever you hear that, I'm like, oh, so he's saying Arabs aren't fine people right. <laughs> that love their families. <laughs> anyway, let's do favorite things. We're goddamn hour and ten minutes into this and we haven't even got to the main part of the fucking show yet. Kratom. Kittens, Kratom got us all jacked up. And Kratom's awesome. I'm loving it. Paper packages tied up with strings. Anyway, favorite things. Start us off, tater tits. <laughs> well, that. <laughs> um, okay. Ready? Okay. Jump, I, shake your booty. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the best ones. Um, oh, okay. I've discussed this before, but I, but in the middle of reading it again, Hyperion. No, not uh, now. It's Endymion by uh, 
by um, Dan Simmons. Rachel Lee Cook. And what it is to Rachel Lee Cook. I don't know. But this book, where I'm going to look her up and I'm going to find out that she did an album of 80s covers. <laughs> Just like I did Lou Bega last week. <laughs> anyway, this... At the end of uh, Hyperion, there was this moment where... Uh, there was a group of human beings that had left Earth before this thing called the Higera. The Higera was the end of Earth. Like, it just got destroyed. And it turned out, though, that AI, which is this, became this thing called the Technocore, had taken the planet Earth and moved it to the Magellan Cloud, where it could exist without being destroyed, and just basically caused this giant diaspora of human beings to go to these different planets. Okay. Now... <laughs> At the end of that, to keep, to cause a war between the ousters, who were the human beings that left, had left hundreds of years before this, and had basically used all these techniques to adapt to and be, and evolved and become different kind of creatures. It's really fucking cool. You guys have, if you like reading in sci-fi, you have to read this fucking book. It is tremendous. But the Technocore was masquerading as the ousters and attacking all these planets and killing hundreds of thousands of millions of people with lasers and shit. And it was just to keep people in line. Now, at the end of this, there's a, it, it, it satisfactorily, they find out the Technicore did this. They, uh, the ousters come in on the side of human beings and said, we're, we said the, the long separation between the family is now over. We can, we're going to help you. You know, we know all these things and here's what we're going to do. It's a really beautiful end of the book. It's actually, Tear-inducing in many ways But the worst part about it is One of the characters from that original thing It was this priest And he got this cruciform on him That brings you back to life You die I know this is I know this is big But this is going somewhere And it's actually kind of funny But under this guy's tutelage The Catholic Church becomes this Horrid fucking Monstrous, uh, warlike, destroying it. It is an indictment of Christianity. And it is, it's terrible. Like they, they get these warships and they name them after archangels and they just start Gabriel fucking lancing planets. I mean, they're just, and, and, and attacking the ousters and attacking all these other religions. That's the biggest thing. There was all these other religions existing within the hegemony, which is where all the human beings were, all of them lived except for the ousters. And now they're going through what the, the, the cat, the Christian church has always done and starts destroying all these other religions in mass. Just attacking them for no real reason to the other fact that they're heathens and they need to die. And, it was started by a character from the original series. That I love that the ambiguity of it. He was not a bad character. He was actually he actually helped along the whole thing and was not and was a good person. But under his tutelage and under the fact that he can't die and he's uh, he's alive for hundreds of years after the, those events, he has now guided the Catholic Church into being this awful thing. And I'm reading it and I'm chuckling. I'm like, holy fuck, what an indictment of the Catholic Church. <laughs> you know, if, if, if any of a real Catholic read that, they would be so pissed off. And rightfully so, you know, but, but fuck them. But I'm saying, you know, it's... <laughs> but fuck them. <laughs> but fuck them. Um, and but, but. I, I, I love it. Like, I'm... And also the... Just the... The way he, you know, they're not. It's not subtle. It's a sledgehammer. I mean, there, there's no subtlety to the whole thing. But I love it. It's, it's so good. So that's my favorite thing. Sounds cool. Yeah. Um, I watched. They're making a. Uh, before we go away, uh, actually, one of the channels is making it into a show. From what I heard, sounds so. like an Amazon thing. Yeah. Um. Ooh, man, in the high castle coming back here very shortly. 
I heard it up. suffered. I heard it wasn't quite as good anymore. The second season was fucking good, dude. Mm-hmm. It'd be you'd probably like Man in High Castle. It's uh, mm-hmm. based on Philip K. Dick, uh, where the Allied forces lose World War Two. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. It's very cool. The Nazis have and the Japanese have divided America up. Yeah. Huh. It's very cool. And very weird. But um, I watched a movie last night called Tragedy Girls. I believe it's on the Hulu. Um, it stars uh, Negasonic Teenage Whatever. whatever. She's so good looking. She actually is. <laughs> but um, it's basically two teenage girls who are tired of not being famous. They have a blog and nobody's listening or reading it and all this shit. They have Twitter accounts. And, and there's like a serial killer on the loose in, in their town. And they capture him. And then they start killing people. And they're on the scene everywhere. And they're they're getting all the hot hot reports. So it's a lot like Heather's in that way a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it it reminded me of a nice '80s movie. Is it absurdist? Is it like? Oh yeah. Okay. It's everything about it's ridiculous. Okay. But um, like they, it's a, it's a Kevin Durand is the serial killer guy that they capture, and he's like this big giant dude. Like how'd they, how'd they get him from one place to another? Right. But um, it's a very good movie. I enjoyed the shit out of it. It was, it's funny. Mm-hmm. It's stupid. Sounds um, good. Yeah, it's. I think you got an eighty percent on the RT, the Rotten Tomatoes. That's cool. I enjoyed that, and uh, went to the went to Cardinal Island Farms the other day, and saw the operation. You got yourself a nice little bit of anarchy going on up there. I like it. Yeah, it's it's pretty. Uh, it's not. I'm not doing a lot of management at this point. No, you don't need to. That, that I'm not saying anarchy in a bad way, and I don't think yeah. you took it that way. No, but. Uh, the animals are just running around. Well, that's what I like about it. It's kind of like a, a a comet, and you're just kind of sitting on it and guiding it. Like you're you're bumping it every now and then, just keeping it on on path. I love Bubs it. Bubs going around, just fucking terrorizing everybody. Yeah. It's fucking great. <laughs> I love I loved all the fact that all the different stuff that's growing different places. Yeah, there's like near the house, you had some hops, and I remember picking those up, and ah, oh, so great. I, I love plants and smells. And, I love the know. pigs. They're adorable. They can't see <laughs> because they, they their ears flop down. They act like sun visors, which yeah. is probably an evolutionary thing that's supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. And I just walked up to one. He, he was just down doing what pigs do, had his head down or her. I don't remember. Just rooting around. And I just started scratching. He was like, <laughs> he, I startled him. <laughs> yeah. Surprisingly fast. Sure. Yeah. The little ones are crazy fast. I've got some piglets now. They're probably 30, 30 pounds or so. I mean, as fast as Bub. I mean, like almost as fast as Bub. I was going to talk to you. I want to come up and get some meat on my next payday as opposed to going and getting a meat bill somewhere because I would actually have, like to eat well, some just, stuff that's good for me. I can so. just bring you a, bring a cooler down here next time I come and you can pick some stuff out of it or whatever. It's, I would like to have... Uh, you don't have to drive all the way up there. Ribs. Yeah, I've got ribs. a bunch of ribs right now. Okay. Now, they're short ribs, so they're like... Because the, the chop comes off of that and mm-hmm. the rib, what's left is the little... Like a rack that's like short, sort of like a tomahawk type thing. No, like like the bones are going this way, and they're this. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get God, they're I, not they're not big long ribs. I just need to. That that's a fine cut of meat right there, and it's a lot more affordable too. It's like four dollars. Cool. I'll, Tell you what, I, I want to start eating a lot better, and I'm that's, that's some good this meat. paycheck is going to be you know devoted to that. So. Yeah, I've been buying those expensive steaks, which are great. I enjoy them. Mm-hmm. Trump Trump steaks. Yes. <laughs> I just raise the steaks. They come with uh, they come with a red tie, <laughs> but uh, and a bottle. I've been of water. buying those, but today instead of doing that, 
I cut my grocery bill in half just by getting pork steaks, which are just um, uh, I usually get those big pork shoulder roasts mm-hmm. whenever I smoke them. It's just that sliced in. Oh yeah. Half inch shoulder steaks are great. And it was like eleven bucks for five of them. I'm like, oh okay, and they're like this fucking big. Yeah, <laughs> so that's what I'm doing from now. Maybe not from now on. Every now and then, I think I've been eating too much red meat. I don't think that's possible, is it? Depends on depends on what kind of red meat you're that's eating. What, that's you're what eating. I was thinking. Yeah. If you're eating like fucking pure grass fed, then it's probably not for most people. It's probably a lot harder to eat too much of that. But mm-hmm. if you're eating, you know, stuff at the store, then you got to listen to your body because well, that's what I was like. I'm, I'm trying to do the health thing now. Like I've been bodybuilding more and really feeling good about You're looking it. real felt looking like a young Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I don't think there's any noticeable difference other than where I've been doing the traps all the time. My traps are sticking up a lot more. I noticed whenever I, when I first started, like within two weeks I had traps. Like I never had those. Yeah. It's there. That's a muscle develops quickly. And, but I, I also just want to be, I want to look better. I want to feel better. So the first step to that is eating better. And today's just where I worked 16 hours and had no sleep. I came home and I had uh, that, that pasta roni thing and drank a strawberry milkshake and fucking passed the <laughs> fuck out. I was like, fuck it. And just went to sleep. <laughs> Sometimes you got to do that. Well I, mean, well, I needed the calories too. I hadn't taken in a lot of calories. And, you know, where you're working out and expending all of them, you have to replace them. But I want to get the meat because I want to. I would actually like to know, now that I'm in my early 40s and can actually still pull it off, what it feels like to actually look really good. You know, I've never done that before. So, you know, just once, I'd like to... Just meat, meat, green vegetables. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start eating vegetables because I eat none. You know what's, what's a really good thing to do every now and then um, is to either... There's a lot of different ways you can do a cleanse, right? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, just eating... Being vegan for... Like, as much as I bash veganism, being vegan for, like... A week or two can really make you feel it has a cleansing if you're eating like actual good shit mm-hmm. you're not just eating like peanut butter or whatever well i did you know what's ironic is that i was doing paleo for a while and it worked i felt great but then it fucked me up really bad like my gallbladder got sludgy from all the fiber i was unaccustomed fiber i was taking in and it made me really sick and it you know you think that fiber is fucking with your gallbladder it was it just seems that seems counterintuitive to me. Oh, it was it was terrible. Like I was, I got really sick. Really, like I got really nauseous, and I got, you know, I was eating. So I was eating, but I like I do everything. I wasn't doing anything in half measures. I was doing it in full measures. So I was just grabbing handfuls of broccoli and dipping it in fucking ranch and toss it down my throat. You know, just trying to get it in and like raw, yeah, raw r- real raw. Yeah. You know, and um. You want a good way to make broccoli palatable? I love broccoli. I, I can eat it raw. Okay. Um, what I do is I just uh, get a bunch of frozen broccoli, put it in tin foil, mm-hmm. and uh, salt, pepper, of course. Some butter. And just a shitload of butter. Mm-hmm. And then cook it. Butter makes everything better. Just And then it's fucking delicious. Yeah. I put it on top of my steak. I don't give a fuck. I, I'm trying to start, like... I want to get away from processed sugar, so but I need sugars because I'm going to be working out. So starches, like I would like to, eat, you know, start eating potatoes as opposed to, you know, that's that sounds weird for somebody to say that. Well, I want to get in shape, so I'm eating a lot, gonna eat a lot of potatoes. Like, I th- not really that great for you. You eat the apples and uh, I'd go with manners. I'd go with potatoes before I'd go with bread for sure. Well, yeah, that's yeah, what I fucking, meant. Yeah, or fucking whatever pasta, or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you want processed shit, I did this diet for a little bit. It's called the Cleveland Clinic diet. 
Yeah. Um, or the Mediterranean diet. I think so. I can't eat Mediterranean food. Well, I, I, I can't do it. I don't like olives. I don't like, I think they have the most vile, their culture too. I do not like Mediterranean people usually. <laughs> I don't like Greek people. I see. I don't like <laughs> so the racism comes out. Well, it had to go somewhere. <laughs> I've cured it in other aspects. <laughs> okay, it's a three, you do it three days a week. And let me try to find. Okay, day one, breakfast is black coffee, water, or tea. Half a grapefruit. Uh, yeah, Or pink that. grapefruit. Yeah. A slice of toast with uh, a little bit of butter. Lunch, black coffee, water, or tea, cup of water. Uh, tuna on dry toast. Dinner, black coffee, water, or tea. Three ounces of lean meat. One cup of green beans. One cup of beets. A cup of vanilla ice cream and an apple. That's the first day, and it works. It kickstarts weight loss pretty good. Yeah, but that's the thing. I don't. But it's also want absolute loss. torture. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't sound very nutritious. No, though. it doesn't. It's. I was like, that's like it could. I can understand how it could change your. Yeah, metabolism. my doctor put me on that like ten or six or seven years ago. Yeah, I did. It did, but your shit's I would, weird. I would do yeah. keto or something before I do. Yeah, that. keto keto is what I want to do, but I'm just always. Takes a lot of discipline. It takes, yeah. And I'm, for some, with, when it comes to food, I have very little discipline. No, we like to eat. I'm disciplined in so many other ways, but when it comes to food, I'm just like, no. well, it's like me with the weightlifting thing. Like I got out of, I got out of work yesterday, and knew I had to be. Yeah, you work were, sixteen hours. You were there whenever I got there, covered in sweat. Yeah, busting my fucking ass. I didn't even know you were there. And then I went home. You know, that was after working all day, you know, and I was tired, but I was like, I got it. This has to be all done. Night, actually. Yeah. And I, this has to be done. So I went and did it. And, uh, I had to really convince myself not to work out today after a 16 hour shift with no, <laughs> no sleep because it would have been a bad workout. I would have, you know, just, I would have hurt I you more than, yeah, I wouldn't have. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have had it. It would have affected me mentally and everything. So I just said, that's Fuck why it. something like a rowing machine. Would be nice. You're not doing any impact, and you can just get on it and go for ten I th- minutes. I think you guys both you, you do the heavy lifting stuff, and that's awesome. But a little cardio, you in there would probably go a long way. But uh, you're tra- absolutely right. But I'm, I'm but <laughs> it's not on, fun, with but this paycheck too, I'm also going to buy a pair of swim trunks. I'm going to start swimming, and that's right the, when it's almost time to stop. Are you, no, you're going to go to the gym. The, yeah, uh, the YMCA. Yeah. yeah, and swim laps and. When I get single-minded about something, the results will come. Like, I'm already starting to see, you know, just with the little bit I've done, more muscular. You know, just walk around very much more muscular. Yeah. And it's – I feel good. And the – but the the food is key. It goes back to that thing. So, I need good meat. So I want to eat, eat vegetables. It's hilarious. I have a uh, – a um, what are these things? Nordic track. Not a Nordic track. The uh, – Elliptical? Elliptical. Elliptical. I have one. And I use it for oh, really? a long time. I think we should just fucking start going hiking or something. Let's do that. My job I'm, is hiking. Um, that's true. <laughs> but you could do more of it. Yeah, that's true. And make your job easier. My job's not that hard. We could do strong, man. We could go down there and flip the tire. We could, you know, that's cardio. That is legit cardio. Uh, and swing the hammer. Time, yeah. yeah. So You guys want to come chop some wood? Absolutely. I've got I'll, a pile of it. I'll do that. It's fun. I have my own split. I lo- I, you actually, getting that... Oh, it's great! It's great cardio. Mm-hmm. It, it works. It works all all of your upper body pretty much. It works your core. When can I do that? Any any time you want. It's I have to. I have to plan it. You know where it's. Yeah, I'll show you my tricks. I've I've got it to where 
Do you use a maul or an axe? Either one. Maul usually, mm-hmm. but I can use either one. If you need a maul, I still have one that I barely used. I've got a bunch of mauls, but it's just a different technique with an axe. Um, a lot of the, the the heavier, denser stuff, you you uh, you're going to get it stuck in there if you don't know what you're doing. Whereas right. a maul will power through it. Mm-hmm. So a maul is more forgiving. I'd start with that and then get my technique. That's down all you need. Go yeah. the axe. Yeah. If you have some rocks on your property that you need broken up, I'd like to bring my hammer out and just break them. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do. I've got some like. I actually have to go buy a new hammer though. Mine's pretty fucked up. It's been left out in the weather and all kind of stuff. You can use a, the the ass end of a split mall. Yeah, but I, I prefer proper tool for you're, you're actually, for the proper job. So. Really, it's, it'll destroy it oh, really? real quick. They're not designed to. Do I love that. a good sledgehammer. A good sixteen pounder would be. Jesus. Yeah, I can swing a twelve with one hand. Well, was, aren't you just Mister Strength? No, uh, that's that's more <laughs> technique. Strength. That's but, more te- yeah, but, but the kind <laughs> of exercise. But the exercise we're talking about is not being able to swing a big mall. A few times sure. about being able to swing a light one for hours. Well, the the hammer would be more for just power. You know what I mean? Yeah. The axe would be for cardio. Well, that's what you do if you if you're using a heavy maul. The weight you're doing is just in your shoulders lifting it, mm-hmm. and then it's just technique letting the gravity right. let it fall. Uh, you had an uh, you had uh, you said you had some trees that were down in the woods, and uh, I had an idea to where you get one of your cant hooks and. Uh, Tie a rope around Chuck and he can drag it out of the woods for you. <laughs> I don't think sure. he's going to move these things. Probably Come even, on. even well, heavy. Dude. We could take the chainsaw and just cut them up in little, uh, in smaller sections. <laughs> I mean, my four wheeler can't pull these things out. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. You got any favorite things this week, John? Favorite things? Uh, no, not really. I mean, um, I'm sure I could think of something. Um, um, I really like squash. Squash is pretty great. How do you like it? Well, are we talking about summer squash, winter squash? What are we talking? Um, what exactly is the difference? So, like a zucchini or a yellow squash that's more like almost like a cucumber that you would like put in a stir fry or whatever. Right on. That's a summer squash. They they come earlier and they don't last as long. A winter squash is more like a pumpkin. Okay. Or an acorn squash or a butternut squash. And that's, I'm not a fan of the butternut. Um. That's that's one that'll keep for a long time, and it's got a different consistency, and you, obviously you prepare it differently. One of my favorite things that my mom makes is uh, fried squash. Just cut it up, slice it thin, douse that some bitch in flour with salt and pepper, and then fry the fuck out of it. And bake you ever had it? You ever had it put in with fried potatoes? Squash? Absolutely, oh, it's so fucking good. Well, I don't I, even like squash. One thing I, I like it. like doing is like is if you just take a little idea from the um. Uh, what are they called? Those little pizza thingies? Pizza bagels? P- yeah, pizza bagels or whatever. Um, you know, they if bagel you bites. Pizza, yeah, if you yeah, have pizza bagel. on a bagel, you can eat pizza, pizza anytime. anytime. <laughs> you, just, you just leave that freezer select section the hell the fuck alone. You get some squash, some summer squash, zucchini or yellow squash, and you slice slice it nice and thick, you know, good good quarter inch, half inch even, mm-hmm. into little, little pizzas. Just make a bunch of right them, lay, lay them out on a pan. And then you load those puppies up with the good stuff. The you pizza put topping, a little yeah. cheese, maybe some you know meats, and maybe some uh, some herbs and stuff, the sauce, whatever you want. Fat it up, put some fat on there. Bake that in some bitch about four hundred for twenty minutes, ten or fifteen minutes or whatever, yeah. and pull that out and just eat those little guys. And you're not getting the carbs from the bread. You're getting all the good stuff from the squash. You're not getting the bread. You're getting the fat and the protein with whatever you add on there. I used to do something very similar. I would take uh, zucchini. Chunk it up, throw it in a pan, and then just put 
spaghetti fixings in. Yeah. And then layer the top of it with cheese, mm-hmm. throw it in there for 400 for about 20. Mm-hmm. And that, that would be my dinner for a week. The trick with squash yeah. is it's also spaghetti squash is great. It's such an abundance. Like, they, like if you grow very many squash plants, you're going to have more than you can stand to eat. Yeah. <laughs> but you should be eating a lot of it. If the point is to get it in there. Well, so what is it? What are the benefits of it? Um, it's just very cleansing. Like it's very, do uh, you know about like eating a more alkaline diet mm-hmm. versus so it helps to make your body more alkaline. It's, it's just cleansing and it, it doesn't have, you know, it, your body has to work to process it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just basically nothing bad about it except you get sick of it after eating it. Right? <laughs> yeah. um, but, um, and it's just, it's just such a, it's just such an important crop as far as like, you know, it's actually very versatile. Like too. if we were if we were living, you know, if technology just went away, it's like you would understand why squash is so important. Well, I mean, it's calories when you know. Well, it's a low. It doesn't have a lot of calories. It's more just a fucking the mass of it. Right. You can produce more mass of food from squash than almost anything. When when society does go away, I, I, calorically dense food become more important, don't they? They'll become currency. Yeah. Yeah. Honey. Well. um Darling, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Depending on what bioregion you're in, nothing, honey. <laughs> um, in West Virginia, you know, there's so many animals that you'll be able to find. Well, protein. for a while, it's not, that's just at the bar. Hey, well, it just depends hey. on what kind of animal you're willing to eat. Um, um, the only ones that I'm not willing to eat are dogs that I know. If, if I don't think I could eat dog. Period. I just don't think I would be down. I'd eat the meat. No, I'm not not period. because it's. I would eat human. I just would think it would be. Gross. I would not hesitate for a second to eat human meat right here, right now. I'm not afraid. It doesn't bother me at all. Um, I gotta go. <laughs> that, that's that's the that's just, just the point where I'm at. Just don't eat the brain. Can, cannibal cultures have existed since the beginning of humanity. It's a reality. Right. Just don't eat the brain. I think you'd be all right. No, just just if you eat the brain, cook it. Yeah. There's a. There's a. Uh, that's it. There's a disease happening to deer right now, chronic wasting disease. It's a lot. It's the exact same thing as mad cow, and uh, it's not from cannibalism, but it's just going through the deer population like a motherfucker, and it's not good for humans to eat them. So they become like they become less afraid of humans, which is weird. Sort of like toxoplasmosis yeah. with rats. Mm-hmm. The rats become sexually attracted to cat piss, and they'll just walk right up to a cat. <laughs> Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, God, it's weird. So it's like a very big advantage for cats <laughs> to get that. Yeah, they say um, when a human gets toxoplasmosis, they uh, become more risky. Like their their um, their inhibitions are loosened, so that mm. like a lot of CEOs have toxoplasmosis. Most people that are in motorcycle crashes have it. Uh, huh. A lot of um, pro- I would say a lot of like entertainers because they're less. Well, isn't that a afraid. fatal disease? No. 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 It's just cat scratch fever. It's literally what that is. <laughs> That's what killed Tommy in uh, train spotting. Cat scratch fever? Yeah. Toxoplasmosis? He got it. He, uh, well, he had gotten AIDS from shooting up. Mm-hmm. And uh, his body didn't, you know. I think really the only thing that the toxoplasmosis is fatal to is rats. Yeah. But they go out doing what they love, which is trying to fuck cats, I guess, whenever they get it. Rats are such an odd creature. They're yeah, they're so smart until they get that. They're actually very intelligent. Oh, yeah. Survivors. Um, but, yeah, there's uh, something going on with the deer population. They become less afraid of humans, so mm-hmm. they'll just walk right up to people. It's weird. Um, yeah, but, but so... 
you know, I interrupted the shit out of you. <laughs> no, not really. Um, but but yeah, this bioregion. I mean, the the big the hardest thing for us to get, um, if 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 everything goes down, is the biggest scariest thing in my mind is carbs. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of the big one, and and the the biggest crops that I can think of that if you wanted to be prepared is a Ju- Jerusalem artichoke. Which most people don't know about, but it produces a tuber that's kind of like a potato, mm. um, but it grows looks much like a sunflower. Some people call them uh, sunchokes, uh, um, but it's um, they produce these tubers and they're perennial, so they just come back year after that's year, awesome. and they'll just spread. I'm all, yeah, I'm all for that. And and actually, you can uh, the, one of my goals I just haven't quite done it yet is there's a whole patch that I want to do with just Jerusalem artichokes and just let it go. Mm-hmm. And maybe put a fence around it and just let my pigs in there occasionally. And actually, if you let pigs in it, you would think that they would eat them all and, and cause them to not, not as many to come back. But they actually cause root division in them, and they can actually cause them to, to grow, grow back even better. And then you can just go any time during the winter and dig them up and eat them, and they're just like these kind of – it's kind of like a potato. See, uh, one thing I don't like is like, for like example – <laughs> God. Really hammering this whole – I know. You're really trying. <laughs> really <laughs> – it's not going to happen, Gretchen. Okay. <laughs> Quit with fetch. Um, no, it's like I, I plant stuff around the house. I will not plant a an annual. I just think that's a waste of time. So, so no posies. No, nothing that's not going to just grow back. Like I, I, I plant only perennials. So. You, know. you could just you could just take it one side of your yard there that you're mowing down there in the bottom. And just just till up one two foot wide section, one strip. Plant Jerusalem artichokes there, and just mow on the one side of it, and mm-hmm. just let them go. Well, what's and the, go out there and dig them up. What's the taste like with a Jerusalem artichoke? They're just kind of bland. I mean, it's it's not. It's as, just something. It's not as good as a potato. You can so, make anything taste good with way, sauce. It's, it's kind of somewhere between a potato and a squash. It's like yeah. Could you fry it up and make it really good though? Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah sure. Salt, Absolutely. pepper, and a little bit of flour. You can Absolutely. do anything you want. And that the, and the other one, the other big carb one, big perennial carb producer, shit hits the fan that you would want to have is chestnuts. Hmm. Chestnut, you, uh, chestnut is the is the is the nutritional equivalent of brown rice, and it's a per- perennial and it's a tree and it's it produces almost every year. See, I tried to plant my the berries and stuff I planted. The blackberry is a fucking monster. It is not going any. I mean, you could come down and see it. I was telling you that it, it, it was like this big, and then all of a sudden, just this shaft shut up, and I was like, "Is that that blackberry?" And it was. It's like a fucking tree. So you're saying you got like the Lexington steel? I guess it, the Mandingo, a fucking blackberry. <laughs> and um, but it's and the, and the the golden delicious apple tree is really taken off. Like it's a very quick rooter, and it's going. And but my berries are not doing well. Like my blueberries yeah. aren't doing well. My strawberries aren't doing well. I've actually considered just cutting them down because they're yeah. just not gonna. I don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah, and the thing is, like berries are really nutrient dense. Blackberries are great because they they're obviously so resilient. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an important crop, but. You know, you're not. You can't live on berries. Right. You'll starve to death if mm-hmm. you're only eating berries. You need fat. You need. You need in your diet to live. If you don't want to die, you need protein, carbohydrates, and, and fats. fats. Yeah. You can talk about greens and veggies and squash and all this other stuff. If you're not getting those three things in reasonable amounts, you will die. You will starve to death. So you have to think about it that way. It's where's my fat coming from? Where's my carbs coming from? Where's my animals? So where do vegans get fat? Like from avocados, I guess? 
um, genetically modified canola oil, <laughs> palm oil yeah. that, that torches the rainforest, <laughs> coconut oil that comes from 10,000 miles away. I, I love making these points to vegans because <laughs> um, they, I live a death-free life. No, you don't. You live more with more death than I do eating a giant steak. For the most part, for the most part, grain oil, which is not, when I say grain oil, that's what most people call veggie oil. There's no such fucking thing as a veggie oil. Veggie, veggies don't fucking produce oils. Grain oil, it's from the seed of the plant. When it comes from the seed, it's a grain. So canola is like a, basically a broccoli plant. It's a, it's a brassica uh, that just is, is bred to produce lots of seed, and then they take the seed and grind those up and press oil out of it, and then they process the fuck out of it. And actually, it says trans fat free. It has trans fats in it. They're fucking lying. It's unhealthy as fuck. Yeah. It's better than, canola is better than, say, corn oil or, um, you know, some other peanut oil or some of the other nasty oils that they produce. At the end of the day, it's a really industrialized product that's based on monoculture. What about sunflower oil? How do you feel about that? Sunflower oil is, um, it, it's, it's cool. It tastes pretty good, too. So, sunflower is coconut oil. Coconut oil is a wonderful thing for humans to have and consume, but it doesn't grow here. You can actually, if you put it in I your, if you put it in your kava, did you put it in your kava? No, I didn't. You can actually so. use it. You can actually like um, use it to heal cavities mm-hmm. by um, pulling. They call it. You just take a big spoonful of coconut oil and rinse it around your mouth real hard, just for like 50, 10, 15 minutes, like really like mouthwash, but mm-hmm. like overkill, and the fat actually can actually heal your teeth. You can actually fix cavities by pulling with coconut oil. Shit, I need that. You can actually do it with all... I got a bad tooth. You you could probably do it with other oils too, but coconut is the one that they tout. Because it's it's in a solid state whenever it's at room temperature. But when you put it in your mouth and it gets up to 90 degrees, it'll be... I think the texture would fuck with me though. It's just... It's just... It's just... Just do it like you take Kratom or whatever. You ever fried anything in it? No, the only time I consumed it was when I put it in my kava. Like I took a spoon and... Put it in there. And it's mix uh, it, up. it it uh, has a it gives the food a different taste, but it, it's good. It mm-hmm. tastes very good. Yeah, I, I use coconut. I, I would caramelize stuff real good too. If I oh was, yeah. If I wasn't a pig farmer and didn't have like tons of lard, I was gonna say. I, would, um, I want to get some lard from you too because I would like to start so, cooking with lard. And um, I could probably give you some, but um, I'm not supposed to sell it in lard form because that's a process. You actually have to take the fat and mm-hmm. render it down in a crock pot, and I'm not a commercial kitchen, so it's illegal for me to sell something. Well, you just, like just... I could say I'm giving you money for something else, and you can just... Yeah, but... You can it, give it to them for splitting wood for But at the end of the day, if you... I've got so much... Barter. I, I don't really want to render it, because I've got... You know, it's a pain... In the, it's, it's not a pain in the ass. It's just you take some... You just chop up some... Take chunks of fat, chop it up, put it in your crock with a little bit of water, and leave it on low for... Until it becomes liquid. Mm-hmm. Don't burn it. And then you just take a cheesecloth and strain the sinew and the shit out of it, and you've got an amazing health product. That's where fat should be coming from if you live in a temperate climate for most well, people. Well, that's what, you know, like I was considering, you know, cooking my stir-fry in lard or something like that. You know what I mean? Can you do that? Oh, absolutely. It's the best. So, I, and I was actually, can you purchase, can I purchase lard at the supermarket too? You can, but it's garbage. It's garbage because it's, because it's super. It's coming from industrialized mm-hmm. farming, and it's super processed. It's All just, right. it's, it's like the difference between you know. I'm, I'm trying to think of an analogy. It's night and day. Mm. The difference between lard from one of my pigs that you render yourself versus you can get a giant tub of lard at Walmart for pretty cheap. Yeah, but it's not. That's not a healthy product. Okay, it's a different thing versus. Because everything that everything that an animal eats and it's you know throughout its life, if there's any excess nutrients 
all of the minerals and vitamins and everything that it's eating gets stored in the fat. Mm. So toxins can get stored in fat too. Right. So if you're eating a toxic animal, the fat of a toxic animal. You're going to have toxins, yeah. That's bad for your heart. If you're eating animal ha- animal fat that comes from a very healthy animal that's eating a pasture-based diet, that's actually good for your heart for most people. Mm-hmm. But you have to listen to your body. I mean, some people eat pork fat and it just doesn't agree with them. Right. That You know, I can't argue with that. But I eat it and it just, I, I get high off of it. I mean, it's like medicine for me. What yeah, we I want to try that. I definitely want to try all this. We're talking about pig fat. Yeah, like it's I'm the best. I, I was talking about, he was talking about, can I just go to the store and get lard? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, you can, but it's garbage. There's a, there's a night and day difference between the kind of lard that I have on my farm because all, because the, the fat is, is a kind of a, uh, a magnified, uh, version of the health of the animal mm-hmm. because anything good, it's just the sum it's you, like a it's it's more it's so that the protein itself the lean protein is kind of similar a factory farm animal versus mine is kind of similar it's the fat that makes the difference because mm-hmm. that's where the the life of the animal is stored in that so if you've got an animal that's eating clover and eating organic like roaming around grazing like my animals do that fat is going to have a lot of the the beta carotene, the vitamin D from the sunshine, the conjugated linoleic acids from the grasses and all the things. I'm learning so much. That, that, that are actually cancer fighters. There's actually medicine in this shit. But if you were to go buy a cup of, uh, you know, a tub of lard from Kroger, that's an unhealthy product. Mm. If you get a, some Cardinal Island lard and render it yourself, that's something that's actually probably medicine for a lot of people at this point because because we have such a fat hating culture and people right. are so he, unbelievably ignorant about fat well, it just, I, it's it like with uh, with my step with harry my stepdad and he he's been buying i, I keep telling him he, he buys skim milk i was like do not buy skim milk that is awful for you it is he's like well the fat for my heart i said i said you need fats i was like all these you know diseases with your memory and all this stuff. You need yeah. the fat. You your need brain, it. Your brain you know? is made of cholesterol. Exactly. Cholesterol is your body's response to an inflated in your circulatory system. If your if your arteries are getting inflamed from eating sugar, alcohol, um, anything that's that that is inflammatory to your cardiovascular system, it like gets scratched up. Right. Mm-hmm. All the sugars move there. It's, think of it. It's scratching up your veins and your arteries. Cholesterol's job is to say, oh shit, the veins and arteries are getting damaged. We're going to come in and kind of give that some padding mm-hmm. so the shit isn't, isn't scratching you up so much. We're just going to kind of be like a, like a salve for, for the inside of your, of your circulatory system. Okay. So, but if you're, <clears throat> if you're eating the wrong kind of cholesterol, it's going to build up in there. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're constantly inflaming it and then constantly eating bad cholesterol, that's going to cause high cholesterol. It's going to cause blockages. It's going to cause heart disease. Right. But if you're if you're eating healthy cholesterol, it actually heals. It's actually the, the difference is night and day between good cholesterol and bad cholesterol. You actually need it to live. You will die. That's another problem the vegans have is that they they're extremely unhealthy people for the most part. I mean, I mean my heart's great, yeah, but what's your quality of life? It is nil. Their hearts probably aren't that great, quite frankly. If they're not getting good animal, if they're not, I just, I can't. I think that this idea that human beings can exist without meat is just foolish. That is so fucking foolish. It's, it's. They're attributing people starting to eat meat as why our brains grew and why we evolved the way we. Absolutely. 
I mean, you can live without meat. No, there are, you know, but you can't live without animal products being in your diet. The only reason, the only vegan cultures that have survived, there have been no vegan culture, but the ones that were resembled veganism the most, the only reason that those people were able to survive in perpetuity is because of the bugs that were getting in the rice and the grain and stuff that they're eating. So it's the only way that they could get the I B vitamins. I always learned something with John. The, the, the <laughs> B vitamins and the omega-3s and shit that you need or you will die without, they were getting just enough because of the because of the dead animals that were accidentally getting in their food. Otherwise, they would have died. One yeah, of the things I don't understand is why they don't eat eggs. Like, do they not understand that they're these chickens are going to lay an egg anyway? Because right. because of the conditions that the animals live in. I get that, and they, but they don't want to support. Within that. six miles of here, I could probably find fresh eggs from somebody's backyard. I'm for scared of getting two dollars though. For two dollars a dozen, you're scared of what? Getting an embryonic chicken when I crack over one of them that would freak me out. Well, just find somebody that doesn't have a rooster, you'll be all right. Yeah, <laughs> be like, oh my god! <laughs> the chickens oh god. are literally food factories. Even if you're not going to eat the chicken, they're Man, just going to. I've seen so much nasty shit. Of the, ain't nothing. Nothing makes me squeamish. Anymore, I'm sure. You know? I, mean, I mean, you're. It's it's part of your lifestyle. So. They're they're starting to call uh, Alzheimer's type three diabetes mm. because. People aren't getting enough fat on their brains, and it's fucking up their brains. Mm-hmm. That's why I told I told my mom just to don't worry about bacon grease. Don't worry about. I thought about getting like skin. forcing my 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 parents buying them organic milk and whole milk and yeah. like drink that please. I, I, I Yo, drink. Take that. a fucking swig of that shit. <laughs> I switched, Oh, it's amazing. I switched my mom over, and she she's a firm believer now. She would buy the cheap milk, and I was like, mom. Just try it. Just try it. And she eventually did. And she's like, you know what? It's way better. And I can't even, I'm never going back. I, I can't even go to the, I can't even drink the old milk anymore. Every time I take it, I'm like, that's fine. I also hideous. got her and her friend on pasture-raised eggs because they have pasture-raised options at mm-hmm. Kroger's and stuff. Not not the Smithers Kroger, but, and they're expensive. It's like $6 a dozen or whatever. But for 12 eggs, 50 cents an egg. That's not bad, and the, and the and the and the quality of the nutrients is at least twice or three times as good. No, like my whenever I was growing up, we mom would have to buy like six or seven dozen eggs a week. Oh yeah, so that would be a hindrance on some people. But if mm, sure. me, I, I get like the the uh, eggs from Walmart that are supposedly cage free, pasteurized. <laughs> yeah. that doesn't mean anything. Really. So I'd much yeah. rather I'd much rather I'm whenever I used to work at the shop. There was a guy, he'd bring me eggs. He would just bring them to me because he had too many of them. Yeah. And uh, they were fucking amazing. The fucking uh, yolk wasn't uh, yellow. Pale. It, it was, was like fucking orange. orange. Yeah. Like a burnt orange. It's like, supposed, yeah, yeah. That's what's supposed to be dark. Just got the nutrients in there. The darker, yeah. the better with the yolks. Oh, man. I, I See, I've been thinking about this a lot. So I do, need, I, I do need to buy some meat. I do need to start eating more vegetables and stuff like that. I just want to be healthy. I want to be strong. I want to be healthy. I want to look good. All these different things. So. You just, you really just need veggies and eat lots of eat raw ones when you can, even if it's just greens or lettuce, just mm-hmm. just because it's cleansing. But I, but I can't go overboard because it'll make me sick again. I can't. No, uh, no, you can eat. I mean, just just f- whatever doesn't mess with your system, but eat it fresh and raw. Mm-hmm. You can, and when you do cook your vegetables, you know, just don't cook the fuck out of them. Just fry them a little bit or steam them a little bit. Don't cook them too much. And, Here's uh, what I, I do. and then get 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 your fat and get your omega threes right. Make sure you get take fish oil or whatever. Make sure your omega threes are good. Get a healthy amount of fat that feels right to you. Eat a little bit of meat and just experiment and see mm-hmm. what feels good. What I've been doing with uh, greens is I'll just take a handful of greens, like 
the spring mix that has all the different shit in it and uh, I'll saute onions and mushrooms. That sounds good. And then just dump that on top of them and no dressing or anything. See, I'm, but I'm, I, here's, I, here's what, here's my rationalization. When I eat broccoli and cauliflower and stuff and I, I'm eating it, I'm like, I don't give a fuck if I dip it in ranch. Yeah. I'm getting the nutrients. Fuck it. You know, so uh, that's better. People, I think people go overboard. Don't eat, don't eat that fucking dressing on there. Why not? I'm getting all the good shit from it. What's better, eating that or eating, you know, something that's completely awful and not going to help you in any. It also depends if you're burning it, too. Yeah. I mean, if you have a sedentary lifestyle, dressing is not going to help. Yeah, I don't really have that. So it's, you know, I'm always working and working out. But you're you're burning a lot of calories, so Mm -hmm. you're going to burn that fat. Right. But like French dressing, it's not a health food. No, because not because not because it's high in fat, but because it's high in unhealthy fats. Right. Be one thing if they were making it from the real shit. Bob, you're pretty insistent. He does that. Yeah, he does the nose thing. I don't thing. like that shit. He's well. Pretty, he's pushy. He's a bully. He's a penis bully. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, this is a funny story. So, we had this, so when, when my dad had this story when he was growing up about how he had this bully, and it was like, he was like, yeah, I had this bully, and uh, I go to the bathroom. Spot on impersonation. I go to, had this bully, and he, he I go to, whenever time I go to the bathroom at school, he'd try to look at my penis. He'd call me Teeny Weeny. <laughs> so, so we had this wrong, this this ongoing thing where it's like, pen, so we had kind of came up with penis the, bully. the penis bully. <laughs> it became almost like a Seinfeld kind of thing. It's like, it's like, oh, the penis bully, and there were songs around it. <laughs> I'm sure there were. <laughs> Did you make the cartoon? Or was that Will? Which one? The the flip cartoon where it's oh, so you missed you missed this. I thought I think we went over this on the show. We, I think we did, but I can't I, remember. I had the flip book game down. Yeah. I had like flip book novels. The, yeah, okay, yes, yes. You, and I yes. was doing awesome shit, and Will did one like little and like, and was like yeah, because it went viral. And then he made another flip book. That was me. That was supposed to be me, and it was a stick person walking out and took a shit on the ground and picked it up and ate it. And said, I just ate poop, I just ate poop, I can't believe I just ate poop. And it's me. It's pretty funny. And everyone laughed at it. (laughs) Because he made a cartoon of me eating poop. Brothers. Something. But he got, yeah, he got all the stardom from it. And I was the one that came up with the whole method. You were like, you were like Sistine Chapel. I was actually into it. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking, I had like stacks of them for one story. So you had to go start with one and then pick up here. And it would be like a whole cartoon. It's pretty amazing. Just from like post-it notes. <laughs> I would draw them on post-it notes. But no, yeah, the penis bully thing is like all of you. It was um. I was walking out the corner to the edge of a lake. There was a penis bully around the corner looking my way. He was a bully and he chased me to the edge of LA. He was a bully. Bum, 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 bum. A penis, penis bully. Oh, <laughs> 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 Bridge Taker! <laughs> <laughs> 
That's good. It's good cream, isn't it? Yeah. I, I, yeah, the dose I took was, it's still in my system. Usually it's out pretty quick. I just took one uh, table, heaping tablespoon. Mm-hmm. Got any umbrage? Uh, just the, the general, uh, the fact that I can't get on Facebook without seeing <laughs> some horse shit about how Donald Trump is a good person and sometimes the roughest people are going, no, he's a piece of shit. And he's a coward And he's all these things And the fact that You know I know We've talked about the war thing And I know Whatever But You cannot doubt John McCain's Courage I mean he was a Very courageous person And you know You can't doubt You know The The the, I mean What is it The con kid Who was Died in combat and stuff And then That stupid fuck Gets up there on stage And says shit And the fact that we as a culture Are so morally but We're so bankrupt now That we Allow that fucker to do that Without just immediately Shouting it down Calling him what a piece of shit That he actually fucking is You know I mean people defend that And yeah. they And they And they and they defend it By not defending it They'll just carry the conversation on You ever notice that Yeah Like I don't want to talk No you're going to talk about it Because If you're going to bring this fucker up And say he's so great Examine it and, and look at how fucking stupid he is And how much of a goddamn coward he is I mean that's just How how can you do that How can you, It's like my mom My mom <laughs> <laughs> Muscle bro <laughs> Muscle dad <laughs> um, I, I just I, I, this, this cult of uh, of the people who surround Trump and the fact that I have to get on there and they and they and they're starting to go after Chris Ojeda and I know that he has bad things about him too. I'm, I'm not sure. I've, I've um, no, I've seen I, I've seen things that are not so good, you know. But he is combat decorated. He is a he is a he is in the conventional sense a hero. He really is. And the fact that I had to see somebody on my feed sit there and call him a loser and this guy I know for a fact is a fucking loser. I'm like, who name him. the fuck? Name or, names. No, I'm not going to do that. I was like, Mouth his name too. But I was going to say, I'll tell you after. I was like, who the fuck are you, man? I was like, you are a you are a complete and fucking piece of shit and you're attacking a guy who is combat decorated and stuff. He's more of a man than you are. He just is. Hey, you know, and it's just that's that's the umbrage I have to take with it. I just can't I can't stand this this cult surrounding Trump and the fact that you know there's so much blowback from all the people around him who are who are with him that are just awful people, and because they're with him, they get a pass on everything. Have you noticed well, this? They don't seem to be getting a pass. Everybody seems to be getting indicted. I'm talking about in the court of public opinion. Oh, there are yeah, people yeah, defending yeah. Paul Manafort. Well, he didn't do anything that wrong. He's been fucking the system for decades. He's been fucking you for decades. You know, it'd be great if there wasn't a system to fuck. That's fair, but the, I, I I deal with the world as it is, not as I would like it to be. Oh know? yeah, I, I just like I just like pointing out that. Oh, I, I agree with well, that. What's the thing completely. that you always say? Uh, corporations couldn't buy oh. government influence if they didn't have influence to sell. Oh, um, exactly. Uh, yeah. I agree. And corporations can purchase unfair favors from government because government has unfair favors to, 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 sell. to, to bestow. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. They, um, they're they're the 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 fulcrum of the whole thing. Ooh, fulcrum, fulcrum. Nothing like a good fulcrum. I like a good fulcrum. It's a, like I know what a fulcrum is, but it just sounds like something that would be in an Avengers. I like movie. a locus point. Do you have the Do you have the fulcrum? <laughs> yeah. <it's, laughs> 
I like the word locus point. What's a locus point? It's just a center of something. Like, you know, a I'll locus. Just let the mic stand a little bit there. There you go. A locus of control would be like where you're, where it's centered. Like I, I listened to this speech in raps not because this woman was saying anything of any value, but because she kept on saying locus, <laughs> locus of control over and over. Where's your locus of control? Was it inner or outer? Do you uh, do you make yourself do things? You have an internal locus of control. If you allow things to, if you react to things, you have an external locus of control. And I was like, I'm completely external, you know. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore, but I used to be. Um. Do you have any umbrage, John? Anything that you're hating on this week? Um, there's actually, I was thinking about this. There's all kinds of umbrage that I could have taken in the past, but I just couldn't think of it. Um, but one, one, one for me is um, both both Neil deGrasse Tyson and Bill Nye, the science guys, science guy, are. Um, I take umbrage with both of those characters. Not because of who they are in their personal lives or because they're not smart or whatever, but because I believe that they're actually shills for the industrials. I think that they're total fucking frauds and that they're being paid to to pander uh, false information to people in the name of science, even though neither neither of them are actually scientists. I think Neil deGrasse Tyson is a no, scientist. No, he, he was in the 70s. He hasn't, physicist. he hasn't done any scientific work since the 70s. He's a TV show host, and he's a fraud, and he's a shill, and I hate his guts. He was on Rogan this week. It was pretty entertaining. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I like him. So was Chuck Palahniuk. I absolutely fucking hate him. Chuck Palahniuk? Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. yeah. Chuck Palahniuk is very interesting. Feel free to ask me questions as to why I hate him. Why, why do you hate him? Uh, where do you want me to start? The, the beginning. Well, I mean, he's, we got... He, he lies. He lies constantly, and people just soak it up as if it's fact because he's black science man. Um, <laughs> that's, literally what, that's literally what's happening. He just says false fucking shit all the time. Like what? Um, he's He's been on record as saying, and then... One example is he said that, okay, a Holstein cow is the, the most popular dairy cow in existence. It's a big, giant cow, produces a lot of milk. It was bred by Germans through selective breeding by having cows have sex with other cows to pick the traits that you want. Sure. That's a Holstein cow. He holds the assertion that a Holstein cow is a GMO because people have selectively bred cows. A GMO is 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 a genetically modified organ that, organism. The definition of that is something where you've taken DNA from one living species and actually put it, spliced it into the DNA of a different animal to get that to get that piece of the DNA, chunk of the DNA that you want in it. So it'd be like taking DNA from an eel and splicing it into a salmon to get a salmon that can live in in a, an aquarium and grow and not get sick, or taking uh, some DNA from a bacteria and splicing it into a corn to get a corn that is um, resistant to um, herbicide or, or whatever it is. You're taking something from one form of life and splicing it into another, or you're you're fucking you're scientifically like laboratory splicing in DNA and fucking with DNA in a way that's that didn't. Uh, happen from animals or things having sex in a right. natural environment. Selective breeding occurs where animals have sex. You might be picking the mommy and the daddy because you want the the your your calf to have the traits of that mommy and that daddy. That's how they made Yao Ming. 
That's how selective breeding happens. And it's the same right? mm-hmm. the, the same is true for a gala apple. The same is true for a better boy tomato or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Those are just it's selective breeding. That's not genetic modification by any anybody who knows anything about biology knows that that is not what a GMO is. And Neil deGrasse Tyson has gone on record saying that a Holstein cow, which is a just a cow that's been selectively bred to produce a lot of milk, is a GMO. And he asserts that human beings have been doing GMOs for thousands of years th- because they do selective breeding, which is 100% false. And when he when he was and when people got mad about this because he said this and asked him about it, he said. And ask him to follow up. It's like, can you clarify? Did you mean that they're kind of like a GMO because people selective breeding involves you know playing with genes, or did you mean that it's literally GMO? I, said, I stand behind what I said. It's literally a, a Holstein cow is a GMO, which is a fucking lie. I get that. Yeah. Just take that and multiply it times about fifteen different cases. And I can extrapolate That's why, why I you hate him. Fucking hate. Okay. He's a fraud. He's a shill. He's taking money from the industries. And he's just a fucking liar. I just fucking, I just, I just see right there. You know, you ever meet somebody, like the way you feel about Trump, yeah. just look at him and he just, he just makes your blood boil, right? Oh, of course. That's yeah. the way I feel. I think that he's, he's playing the black card, the black science man card and, and everybody just worships him and sucks his dick and he can just say whatever fraudulent shit you want. And if you question him, you hate science. If you use science to question Neil deGrasse Tyson, Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson, if you use logic and science to question him, you hate science and you're uneducated. You know what I'd like to see? A debate between Neil deGrasse Tyson and Mike Tyson. <laughs> I'd like to see a boxing match Dueling between Tyson's. Neil deGrasse Tyson. I know you would. <laughs> that would not be a match. What did Pat Oswalt say about fighting? He said, I've been in fights, but only as a featured extra. Yeah. <laughs> I was barely a participant. Yeah. Now, how about, how about this? Let's take Neil deGrasse Tyson in his physical prime in the 70s. He was in great shape. Because he was a undefeated wrestler. In an MMA fight against Mike Tyson, he would beat the shit out of Mike Tyson. I don't know Mike, if he can get in there without getting hit. Yeah, if he can get in there, Mike Tyson can hit you. You're dead. That's true. <laughs> it's sort of like, how, big, how big is Neil deGrasse Tyson? He's though? pretty big. He's dude. pretty big he's dude. Big, yeah. He's heavyweight. You'd be a heavyweight. I'd say he's about two two fifty. Sure, he's, he's in his physical I mean, prime. He was probably two he's two thirty five. He's got a big bank account from all the fucking money he's taken <laughs> from the industries because <laughs> he's a fucking shill. Yeah. <laughs> One thing about him, like that, everybody goes to him for everything science related. He's not a science. He, the only thing, only science that he had any experience in was astrophysics. He's not a biologist. That's why I don't I, like. He's even said, like he said it on Rogan's. Like I wish they would call. Like I'll give them a list of other people to call before they before they come to me about um, climate change or this or that. I'm astrophysicist guy. I don't. But, he, but but then then they just keep coming to him, so he'll he'll throw his his name out. But his, they're uh, using him as a tool. They're using him as a post Obama black guy tool to manipulate people's to to just push an industrialized agenda. Now, Bill, not a science guy, is not a scientist. He's absolutely not a scientist. He has a background in. He's an engineer, s- which I guess is a science. So, no, it's not. It's it's engineering. It's a little bit different, but. He's a smart person. Mm-hmm. He's capable of understanding things. That's why he called the science guy. But he, you know, a, but he's also mm-hmm. a shill and a liar, and I hate him too. Yeah, I've seen some clips from his Netflix show, and it's not like I'm a science guy. Or it scientist makes or my blood boil. Yeah, but like him buying into the progressive thing, like there are dozens of genders that anybody can do. Like, oh, you're 
15 years ago on your show, you said there are two. Yeah. <laughs> on your show on Saturday mornings that I used to watch right after um, Haver and It's Ernest. It's a great show. <laughs> it was a great show. I love it so much. <laughs> and I like Bill Nye the Science Guy. I also liked uh, Beekman's World. Yeah. I like that a lot. But I don't like now. I don't pay. Mr. Any, Wizard. Yeah. I don't pay any attention to uh, to um, mm. Bill Nye. But what, when uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson goes on Rogan, I pay attention to that because it's a pretty decent conversation. I, I, I mean, I, I would have to listen to it. You know what I mean? I, uh, He's been on there three times. Every context, every time I've ever seen him sp- speak in any context, it's made my blood boil. That's completely opposite for me. I've, I've always liked. Yeah, I like that, it. and that's the thing that makes my blood boil. See, is that is that I, I, liberal I'll, people I'll, worship? I'll, I'll he's look. worshipped, yet he's a fucking fraud. That's the thing that he's my uh, that he's makes my, my profile blood picture on uh, Facebook right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just because it's a picture of him holding a sword, he's holding Joe Rogan's katana. But I, I zoomed it really close in on his face because yeah. I thought it was funnier. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like. I mean, I like him. I don't pay. I take anything almost anybody says. With a grain of salt. If so. Neil deGrasse Tyson looked like, um, young thug. Um, what's that? What's that comedian that <laughs> that was indicted for some sexual stuff? Bill Cosby, Louis C.K. Louis C.K. If, if Neil deGrasse uh, Tyson, Louis C.K. isn't in legal trouble. <laughs> uh, he's if, just in court if, of public if opinion. If Neil deGrasse trouble. Tyson looked like Louis C.K., he would not have any fame whatsoever. It's all about the way he looks, the way he comes off, the Charisma. fact that the fact that he's sciencey black guy. The fact that he's, you think about science, it's true whether you believe it, whether you believe it or not. Okay, science is not true. That was a spot on impersonation. Whether you believe it or not, science is not like a Ricardo Montalban. Science is not true. Okay, that's like saying, that's like saying, um, painting is true. It's just a nonsensical thing. Science is science is an activity. It's a, it's a series of of me- it's a methodology used to make an educated guess about reality. It's not true. You're making educated guesses. It's always questionable. And the fact that he says that it affect whether you believe it or not is anti-science. It's 100% anti-science to say that something is a fact because everything Everything is subject to skepticism. Except math. Math isn't science. I'm talking about science. Oh, that's what I'm saying. But, but even math, I mean, you can still, if, if you're a scientist, you can still question math. And they still change things about, like, high-level math stuff is constantly changing and things they thought were... Oh, well, sure, but I'm talking one plus one, it's two, and that's just... Well, maybe it isn't, maybe it isn't. Maybe it's just a, maybe it's just a structure in our brain, and that's just the way we look at it. I mean, we're just flawed... Uh, apes that don't understand that you know one plus one is actually something else. Yeah, that's fair. Um, we don't know. We could just all be dreaming all of this. It's it. Everything could is be a, the Matrix. I'm starting. Any scientist, I'm starting to think this is a simulation because um, there was a headline this week: uh, Trump administration worried about Pecker leaking. Any scientist. There's a guy named Pecker who owned the National Enquirer, <laughs> who is friends with Donald Trump. <laughs> any si- any scientist or any person. It doesn't matter if you're a scientist or not. That understands what science is knows that the, that that the that the term scientific fact, scientific fact, is an oxymoron, because nothing is a fact. Everything is questionable. Well, the demonstrable and tested hypotheses that that have proved a scientific law are fact. But yeah, you're right. No, you're, no, those aren't facts. That's just a method. 
I mean, I hate to play the semantic game, but saying that saying that tennis is a fact, it just sounds stupid. <laughs> and that's what it sounds like when you say science is a fact, which is what Neil deGrasse Tyson does. It's just about, it's this new religion, this this religion of basically just leftist science uh, worshiping that's fraudulent science. But, uh, it, but that whole thing is based in just proving an idiot wrong. I mean, that's, you know what I mean? That's that's what they get off on. Like, the the right gets off on pissing people off. The, the libs. Yeah, the, the, le- the left gets off on proving the idiot wrong, which is odd because the idiots don't care if they get proved wrong. Well, they don't give a shit about anything. It's just things are things are more complicated than that. It's like, like let's take climate change, for example. This is, sure. It's, it's, a, it's a subject that I'm kind of, once I'm passionate about, but it's something I'm interested in. It's something that I try to live my life in accordance with the fact that I'm doing something that's benefiting the climate mm-hmm. as opposed to constantly harming. I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to do it in as an objective and scientific way as I possibly can um, within my limitations. Okay. So, but climate change has not scientifically, it, there is no peer reviewed, double blind, um, long term study that placebo sh- controlled, pl- all the fucking shit you can tack on there that shows that climate change is caused by human beings. I believe that it is. I think that there's evidence that it is, but there is no smoking. If you're a scientist, there's no study that actually Can shows Can you imagine that. trying to do a scientifically controlled, placebo-controlled study about climate? You'd have to build another Earth. Yeah. <laughs> never put humans on it. We <laughs> don't fucking know <laughs> exactly what's happening. Billions of years. You could build that in a simulation on a computer. You have to have some humility I, as a scientist. Probably, yeah. Uh, you have to have some level of humility to understand that there are limitations to what we can measure, what we can know, the, the, the insane infinite level of variables that are at play in mm-hmm. something as complicated as, as climate change. And to sit there and say, um, to, to, to say that something is knowledge that hasn't even been shown through base level, by, by their own standards, by science's own standards, it hasn't been shown. All of the models that they produce that are supposed to predict what's going to happen with the climate have been wrong. Yeah, that's true. Their models are wrong. So how can you sit there and say, it's science, when the science doesn't fucking show that? And and this is coming from a person who believes climate change is happening and believes that human beings are um, certainly contributing to it. Um, but I don't have a smoking gun scientific study, nor does he or, or fucking Bill Nye the science guy that, that says that, yet they're saying, if you, if you say, if you question that and you say, well, we don't really have proof, you're anti-science when you're actually being scientific. You see how that can make a person's blood boil when you're when you're actually gaslighting people into into believing something and 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 treating it like it's a an unquestionable fact or religion when in fact they're not even playing by their own fucking rules. The science doesn't tell us anything. The science says we need to do a lot more science to determine what's happening. That's what the science says. We shouldn't use those gaslights either because that makes it worse. Yeah. Makes it a lot worse. <laughs> but, so that's 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 some quality umbrage that I it is. I have it's never I've never taken on this show. Good umbrage. If anybody wants to talk to me on Facebook or any other place about why I hate Neil deGrasse Tyson and you want to have a cordial discussion about it, uh, feel free to message me. I've got all kinds of ammo on that son of a bitch. <laughs> I hate I, his guts. I like him. I think he's entertaining. Yeah. I like Cosmos. Exactly. I, I like exactly. Cosmo. He's entertaining. He's not a fucking scientist. He was. 40 years ago. I think he knows a lot about the Cosmos stuff. 
So. He, he knows a lot about astrophysics. That's one little sliver of the pie, which he himself admits. So why people are taking him as an authority figure on what a GMO is or whether a Holstein cow is a GMO is, is just anti, that's anti-science. You, you're, you, if you, if you use him as an authority figure on a question, on a question that he's not an authority on, then you're, you're anti-science mm-hmm. and, and you're a pathetic human being. And Bill and I, what do you, what do you hate him for? Same thing. Just similar shit, but to a lesser degree. It's a little, they have a little bit of smugness about them. They're pompous as fuck and they're wrong about half the time. Makes my blood boil. The fact that people use these motherfuckers as an appeal to authority in, in arguments to argue for their case for something. I mean, it's just I, I, I won't even engage if you're gonna use if you're gonna use one of these guys as your source. There's a guy named Paul Flart. He has an Instagram account and um he documented all of his farts at his work. He's a security guard. And he recently he got a little bit of viral fame. And he was fired from his job because it went viral that he was farting at work and recording it. And uh, here's just a comp- compilation of his art. I love this guy. This guy's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Each one of those is an art piece? Yeah. <laughs> it's about as artistic as anything I've seen. Sure. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I love his hair. <laughs> I check after that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he got fired for this? Yes. That's awesome. And he recorded himself getting fired. <laughs> <laughs> What's he do? He's a security guard. That was nice. <laughs> that's 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 Aaron. <laughs> that character. Who? That character Aaron. We oh, had on yeah. <laughs> something like he'd do. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> yeah, but he got fired, and there's a whole video of the of him filming him getting fired, and the, his boss is like, "Stop filming here." He's like, "Oh, I'm just filming myself," and <laughs> it's a little bit much to go through. That was hilarious. It was good. Anybody got anything else they want to ramble about? I'm good. Taters? No, I'm good. All right, then. Pick something to go out on. Let's see here. Find a good one. 
you said something about Gaslight, so I'm going to go out with a song by the Gaslight Anthem. Find a good one here. Gaslight Anthem, they uh, have a lot of Bruce Springsteen in them, if you ask me. All right, thanks for listening, guys. Episode 173 in the Biz Nooks. It's a slang for books. It's good. I like it. Thanks for listening. Tell everybody to listen because we want to make this our job. I'm tired of actually working. I'd rather just talk. Go forth and fuck thyselves. Blue eyes and spitfire.